Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Spiritual Spirits Season 3, Episode 2, Cryptids Part 1. I am your host, John Watkins, all the way out here in Colorado. Of course, the host host with the most, most, Mr. David Lowe, all the way out there in California. How are we doing tonight, Dave? Feeling pretty good, bro. Feeling feeling pretty good. How are you feeling? I'm 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 hurting, but I'm I'm okay. Uh, got got some good beer in me. Be uh, take a muscle relaxer during the break, so that that'll help kick in Eric. here shortly. Yep. What do you got going uh, on? What are you drinking tonight? I, you know, I'm, I'm sticking with right now, man. I'm I'm, I'm going with good, the good old good old Guinness. Uh, I for, totally forgot to put my background on tonight. Uh, <laughs> I realized that because my beer wasn't trying to disappear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right i got a banner order Killed. though oh order. Sweet. yeah so i'm gonna get get the oh. banner up there. oh the dragon's milk I got, the, I got the dragon's milk going now when we were we know when we did our scare network tv broadcast i went with the mordello oh yeah um, so uh that was that was a good show we did that was on, a good show that was yeah. good uh, on Scare Network Television. Yeah, don't don't forget, folks. Uh, we, we're going to be doing talking about three cryptids here tonight, but we have an exclusive cryptid that we talked about on Scare Network Television. So Cemetery. go to Scare Open. Network TV, uh, subscribe to that television channel. It's it's only four ninety nine a month if you want to pay monthly, but you can save yourself twenty dollars a year by just doing the annually. And it's like 40 bucks for the full year instead of 60 bucks for the year. So you can pretty much save yourself quite a bit of money just by going in to uh, subscribe for the year, which is what I do. Uh, That's right. We are on Scare Network Television and I still subscribe to Scare Network TV because you know what? I'm supporting the people that support me. So (laughs) plus there's so much more on there. I mean, you can watch our exclusive episode there, but there's so much good stuff on there. Uh, They they produce a lot of good stuff on Scare Network TV. If you're a paranormal fan, go check it out. I love that place. Yep. Uh, Speaking of talking about people that support us, Dave, we want to thank Anchor. Anchor is what allows us to take the audio portion of this live broadcast and put it out there to, to your favorite spots like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, 
Apple Podcasts, and even, of course, you know, the good old iHeartRadio. Uh, it's a great place to start your own podcast. It's Go even a away. great place to continue growing your podcast. Not only 47. do they sponsor you, as you grow your fan base, they'll find more sponsors for you. So go check out Anchor, and Mom, thank you, Anchor, nurse. for doing that for us. And, of course, want to thank good old StreamYard. Uh, they're not an official sponsor for us, but without them, Black. we wouldn't be able to do the multicast to the Facebook Spirits Spirits page or Helen. the Spirits Spirits with John and Dave on YouTube and, of course, Spirits Spirits on Twitch. So thank StreamYard for allowing us to do that. Uh, wouldn't be able to get all those places without you. So a lot of places Friend. you can listen to us, a lot of places you can watch us, and, of course, Scare Network TV exclusive episodes on there. So, ah, oh, man. I'm getting really good at that, Dave. Getting really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I've been doing it for like three years now. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're getting your practice in. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Mother. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, not a bad week for me. Uh, back to work, uh, doing the light duty thing. But, and, and I think I hurt more after work than I do going into work, but it's kind of hard to tell. Damage. Uh, Cause you can't, I can't take the, 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 the better drugs while I'm at work than I, than I can when I'm at home, Kyle. Yeah. but, uh, not a bad, bad week though. A lot of good things happening. Like, you know, my love buy me this brand new laptop uh, that I'm, we're doing, I'm doing the show on, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's good things, Dave. All good. All good. It's all good yeah. things. Things, things, good. things are happening. Things are coming together for us. And yeah. Um, love it. Yeah. And I, yeah, I got to give, got to give props to scare network TV. Um, and really, yeah, if you guys get on there and subscribe, um, check out our shows, check out our exclusive content. That's only on scare network TV and it's scare dot TV. So make sure that that dot is in there and you'll find Mm -hmm. them. They're also on Roku and Amazon. Um, so you should be able to, if you have a Roku TV, you can pop, right on fire stick fire cube you can pop yeah. right in there too yeah. or just you know, go the old-fashioned way just go directly through youtube and go to scare network tv subscribe that what way it's here. simply easy yeah. it's worth the money folks it is definitely worth the money even if you're not going there to watch us all the content that they have on there i want you to go there to watch us and yeah. watch our exclusive it's, content on there but they have tons coming. of exclusive content satanic. that you guys will enjoy uh and they are not satanic they're just they're not producer of the paranormal show so but yeah it's um it's interesting as we first got onto them when we we were interviewing sean austin because sean austin, yeah he has the he has the documentary called amazon research amazon amazon amityville <laughs> yes nice um the amityville resurgence and um which was great which was which was an awesome documentary and then we interviewed sean austin and then that led us to rescore the Amityville. Yeah. Um, so show yourself. Really I, I'm really, uh, I, I can't wait to go there. I can't wait to, to see that place. Yeah. Cause I, I, I feel that we're being drawn there. So, yeah, yeah. um, it's interesting, but we're not talking about haunted houses. Tonight. No, not, the, not tonight. So there are just a ton of cryptids out there. So and, many, yeah. It's 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 crazy, and so you know we picked a few. We were like, 
God, we went, we fell down a rabbit hole and we were like, <laughs> um, you know, how to do no idea what we were going to talk about. Kathleen. So it's kind of, so it's kind of interesting because we wanted to, um, we wanted to discuss and I, you know, kind of, uh, my plan behind this was that, okay, we talked about Ireland last week. Yeah. So let's talk about a cryptid that's based in Ireland. Yeah. 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 So, so we got that. Yeah. Um, and then we, you know, we wanted to do, um, something in the native American. Yeah. Type we, thing. We got that. We got that. And they were like, we need a third one. And, um, and of course we have our other one. Yeah. Really popular cryptid that we do exclusive on Sky network TV. So, um, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. You got to go find out. Yeah, go find out. <laughs> um, it was really interesting to Leave talk about. me alone. And, you know, we developed a whole new lowdown scoring system just for cryptids. Just for cryptids. Um, which Stop I think, at least from our first score, I'm pretty happy with. Burned. I like I, I like it. It kind of, it kind of, it kind of just, um, it's solidified exactly kind of where I was sitting. Yeah. Where I think kind of where you're sitting. sitting yeah, kind of where we're sitting as to our belief in the chupacabra. Damn it. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Spoiler, spoiler alert. In, in that creature, you didn't hear that. Mother. Um, <laughs> mother, pus bucket. Um, so Carl came back. I wonder if he understands that we're. Uh, that's going to be one of the episodes that we're throwing exclusively on. Uh, I know. Take our, yeah, some of our past episodes and put them on Scare Network TV, which is going to be pretty cool. Segments of them. Like some Segment. of our. Murdered. Like our, our interviews with Ralph Sarchi and Sean Austin are going to go up there. Our first episode together, which was yeah. um, the Riddle the House. House. We're going we're gonna to talk about that. We're going to put that on the show. Um, our epiphany about astral projection oh, is going to go up there. And then our dealings with Yukiko and the yeah. suicide force in Japan. Yeah. So why am I here? Uh, I'm, I'm really excited to put that on there. Thank right. you. So we've got, we got three guys that we're going to talk about. Yep. All different. I mean, like Sit from walks of life, different total, you know, some more mythological, some more spiritual. And then there's some, there's one yeah. where you're just like, Holy crap! That's just some kind of weird creature that's that's you know running around. It's, yeah. Um, well, I'm I, I oh I'm trying to figure out which one I want to talk about first. I mean, it's there were so many cryptids out there, and we 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 narrowed it down to these four for for this week. Yeah. And now I'm trying to figure out. I Lady mean, we knew which night. one we were talking Don't go about there. for Scare Network. That that was you know it was easy, but doing the research. For these other three, yeah, damn. I almost don't know which one I want to save for last. Which one I want to start first? Yeah, honestly, sorry, you're not you're not listening to her. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's kind. I don't I don't know which one's going to be the best one. Apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, wasn't meaning to ignore you. Where are you? I'm in Colorado. Where are I'm you? A- He's Dave's in California. Yeah, is that better? Uh, 
I guess not. False. <laughs> Disagree. Disagree, Dave. Uh, False where am I? You're right. It's not better. Yes. 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 <laughs> Again, apologize. Right. Uh, already, already getting shit. That's fine. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I, let's leave here. No, we're we're staying. Um, I was thinking, we you know we we talked about Ireland last week. You want to start there? Let's start there. Let's start there. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, it's. It's as good a place as any. It's a good place. If we really, otherwise we just roll roll a six sided die and 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 go that way. If you want to do that, trash, grandson. Before okay, before we get in into three into the the three we're talking about tonight, and I know you put them. It's part of the intro of what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. Um, What. And I meant to ask you uh, on our on our exclusive show. What no thanks. What draws you to cryptids? What what makes you what brings your interest to them so much? Because I, I I know what it does for me, but I I just want to pick your brain here. What makes you want to dive into cryptids? Because when we were talking about Related. season three, sailor. You were very adamant about wanting to do on our alternate weeks yeah. cryptids. Like you were pretty adamant. Like I want to do this. This is what I want to do for season three. I was like, it's a great subject. There's tons to talk about. Mm-hmm. What what made you be that adamant about talking about cryptids? Well, I I mean I feel about I feel the same way about cryptids as I do about the paranormal. Yeah is it's the mystery of it follow me does the does that creature actually monster or is it a hoax um that hasn't been scientifically proven yet so bedroom bedroom um dark dark, yes the bedroom is dark um so yeah, I wanted to I wanted to learn more about these cryptids. And I, you know, right. I was thinking, okay, there's probably like 15, 20 out there. Yeah, that, that we could talk about and we could do a show. Regret. You know, if we're doing, you know, let's say, because we did 30 episodes our first season, we did 27. Yeah. Last Uncle. If we kind of fit into that area, yeah. We could do 14 episodes on cryptids and no problem. Yeah. 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 Little did I know that there's like it's not twenty, it's not fifteen, <laughs> it's more like four to five hundred. Yeah, out there. You just saw the list we we're looking at. There's a there's a it's an encyclopedia. Of yeah. I was like, holy guacamole! I mean, yeah, I there's like, like popular ones, but I was like, wow, and that that made us. We were like, I don't know what to talk about. I don't yeah. know. You know what? You know what do we what do we talk about? And then it's you know so we started talking about types like flying ones versus yeah. in the water versus this and that. And we were like, okay, we started to go that route, and then that didn't seem to pan out very well. But but anyway, to you know answer your question, 
I, I think it's the mystery. I want to learn more about these cryptids because Kill. Uh, this is this is like a parallel to to ghost hunting. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. Bless. I can. So only the only difference is these are you know, the majority of these more the majority of cryptids are tangible they're actual solid physical mass of creatures right. that that are roaming around that we can't prove exists or doesn't exist yeah fly that, so like yeah that's so yeah i want to know more i want to i want to learn more about these and especially now that I know there's, there's like 500. So, yeah. So, so, so many cryptid. <clears throat> um, I want to know more about these ones that I've never heard of before. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my thing where I was like, you know, cause we talked, we did one episode about cryptids. Yeah. Shine. And it was about, we went, you know, we went like the, well, two major ones and then one new one. Yeah. And, and that was a really interesting show. And I was like, we could go back to that. We could, we could talk about all kinds of cryptids. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was figuring, yeah, 14 episodes. We could come up with, you know, if we do two cemetery like that, we could come up with almost 30 cryptids. That wouldn't be a problem at all. But no, there's, we could do, we could do this for like three or four seasons. <laughs> not run out of cryptids to talk not about. Not run out of cryptids to talk about. Yeah, yeah, but it was just—it was something that we could do for our alternate thing because I, I I find that some of those times we're kind of—I'm not—I don't want to say desperate, but we're like we're not—you know—we have like a couple of ideas that we want to talk about, and then when we get to those, we finish them. We're like, okay, what else can we talk about? But yeah, um, and and we've never really had a theme. No, for for the alternate show For, for the alternate, yeah. Yeah. So that was like, okay, let's come up with a theme for the alternate show. Let's do so we can do like for season three, we're gonna do all cryptids. Yeah. Maybe um, you know, maybe for season four we do all psychic abilities. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a lot. Too. Louder when because uh, I could do a scoring system on that too. We oh, could yeah. do or we could do we could do a se- a season all about aliens. Mm. Backward and UFOs and Things Closet. like that. Again, uh, a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot. There's a lot in the paranormal that you can like. Be quiet. You can get, I'm not going to be quiet. You be quiet. Um, Where am I? You're in my Where? house. <laughs> you're in my house. <laughs> you're in my house. Um, all right. So, are is there one that you wanted to start with on our cryptids? I mean. No, no, I I like starting an island. I like starting yeah. that kind of finishing up where we picked off, pick finishing where we left picking off. Up. Yeah, picking yeah. up where we left off. There we go, picking up where we left off from last week. But no, I'm, I'm in total agreement with you. It's it's the Spirit. it's the unknown of these things and learning more about Keep recording. these things that fascinate fascinates me with cryptids and I, and by that I really I enjoyed the show. When we did talk about Bigfoot, the Loch Ness monster, and the rake, yeah, I just didn't think there's going to be so much more than those. I mean, I mean, and and what is classified as a cryptid 
also intrigues me. So I'm kind of interested to see where, where we're going to be going with that. Um, there's the first one we're going to be talking about is the Banshee of Ireland. What is your name? Killed. Which is well, what I found interesting about the Banshee of Ireland is not, it's very poke. It's not Graveyard. just Ireland. It's all right there. So it's Ireland, Scotland, Wales. They all have their different depiction of what the Banshee is. I found that pretty interesting. Uh, but the Banshee of Ireland goes back to long, 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 long ago with ancient folklores. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, there's like, there's like a mythology. A uh, huge mythology. Huge mythology. Rich. And that's, I I think it's I think it's fascinating, but I, I thought it was what Banshee actually meant. Damage. <laughs> uh, was it fair, fairy woman or or is that right? There's uh, fairy woman and then there's there was another meaning to it. Uh, yeah, I I have it. Let me see. Yeah. So yeah, a Banshee. Um, from Old Iris, Ben Ben Side or B E N, woman of the fairy mound. Woman of the fairy mound, yes, yeah, or or fairy woman. Um, it's a female spirit in Irish folklore who heralds the death of a family member, yeah. usually by screaming, wailing, shrieking, or keening. Okay, Her name so, is. Uh, oh, keep going. Keep going. Her name is connected to the mythology important uh, tumuli or Dark. mounds. Where am I? The Irish countryside, which are known as the side or singular Sid in Old Irish. So there's these mounds, yeah, that are on the countryside of Ireland. Yep, um, and that's where the connection comes. They're they like come from there. So, okay. Uh, just going based off what you're saying right now, would you consider the Banshee an Earth Elemental based off their depiction of where the Banshee is? What is your name? Something nature related, uh, an elemental of some sort. I don't know if it's yeah. an Earth Elemental, but it could be uh, an Air Elemental or something like that. But I do believe it's elemental based. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, uh, but I, I wanted to. Hurting brother. Describe so Webster's dictionary describes a cryptid as an animal such as Sasquatch or Loch Ness monster that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Interesting, uh, yeah, and that's kind of what we're talking about that 22. these are physical, tangible things that, mm-hmm. have, that right. people have Kenneth. witnessed, seen, photographed, whatever, but have not been able to prove that they actually do exist. I, I love that. Pleasure. Yep. So it says, contrary to popular belief, cryptids do not have to be supernatural, mythical, Related. or all that strange. Though many popular creatures acquire these characteristics as their legend. Canada. So um, that also came from Webster's Dictionary. So they're actually they're actually saying, like, you know, maybe originally they, or even even now, some of these cryptids aren't that special. They're just like. You know, a, a creature Mother. that we haven't proven to exist yet. Yo, um, Mother. But 
as their legend grows over time, what crying add abilities? They like, gain. They gain that lore. They, they gain, gain that. that lore, they gain that exaggeration. Exaggeration. These get longer, and the size gets bigger, and they hello they can appear at will, and they can you know shoot lightning out of their ass like. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I got a fish that was about you know about yeah, got that uh, about that far from shore. (laughs) Jim, agreed. Uh, I was this close to catching it. Yeah. Um. So so with that sense, I mean, I'm not trying to get off topic here. With that sense, based off what they're saying, the unicorn would actually be considered a cryptid. Yeah. The unicorn, the Pegasus. Um, all that stuff. Interesting. 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 Grandfather. No, we are not talking about the unicorn tonight. Uh. <laughs> what is your name? So, what I found out uh, interesting, based off even what you just talked about. Louder. Uh, louder. Sorry, drop my pin. How... When you thought of the Banshee, did you think good or bad? How are you? I always thought they were kind of neutral, which is which is why I kind of place them in the elemental category. They're not. I don't think they're good or bad. Um, I think I classified the Banshee like I uh, in pleasure. the same aspect as a siren. Yeah, that they called you to death. Okay, I, I but I'm doing way. the research. I'm completely wrong. No, yeah, sorry. I, I felt the same way. I thought, are the you know yeah. these are the banshees the ones that that call the ships to crash on the rocks and yeah and stuff like but that. Those, no, are, those are sirens. Those are sirens. Um, the the banshee yeah. like a, a harbinger. Of death, or like death someone's gonna die, and yeah, and it, when I, when you hear a banshee or see a banshee, is kind of the the lore of it. Yeah, the the the, the wailing of the banshee, the keen, right? The keen of the banshee. Yeah, the keening. Yeah, is actually a warning, Nicholas, that someone in your family is about to pass away. I found that interesting. I never, never knew that. I read that. I was like, are you shitting me? <laughs> they don't bring death. They warn of death coming to a, yeah. to a person that's important to you or a family member. Yeah. They're um, actually also considered an escort into the afterlife. Right. So not only do they warn you that that family member is going to die. They actually escort that family member to the afterlife yeah so uh, in supernatural terms use it? They're, they're like reapers that's what again, i was thinking they're, they're like the uh, reapers or bad they're just like okay you're you're dying so i'm here um but yeah irish legends speaks of the uh a lament being sung by a fairy woman or banshee she would sing when a family member died or was about to die even if the person had died far away 
and news of her death had not news of the death had not come yet. Oh, I didn't see that. In those in those cases, her wailing would be the first warning of the household that the death had occurred. Oh wow! So she she they're not the banshee's not going to where you know these family uh, that person that that person could be across the world. And she's coming over here letting him know, hey, man, yeah, you just lost cousin Pete. I'm sorry. Yeah. Run. Um, and also, the, the banshee is also a predictor of death. If someone is about to enter a situation where it is likely they will come, come out alive, unlikely they will come out alive. She will warn people by screaming or wailing, giving rise to the banshee, also being known as the wailing woman. Wow. Oh, I like that. I like that. <clears throat> um, uh, it is also stated that the Banshee song is only is only for the descendants of pure Mal- Malaysian stock of Ireland, and those are the ones clarified with surnames prefixed with an O and Mac. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Some accounts even state that each family has their own banshee. Yeah, which means there's a lot of freaking banshees. Yeah. One for every family. Yeah. I thought was interesting, though, is also on that same scope that when you see many banshees or hear many banshees together, it meant that someone holy or of high importance. High importance. Yeah. Was about to die or, or is dying. <clears throat> I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> the tale sometimes recounted that the woman, um, going. Barry was a ghost, often a specific murdered woman or a mother who died in childbirth. Oh, interesting. I mean, th- these stories go all the way back to like the eighth century. Century? Uh, yeah, I have at least um, going back to 1380. Not here. What is this, my mm-hmm. baby? Going go back to 1380 to the 14th century. What happened? Yeah, I was reading something about they, they go all the way back to the eighth century. That'd be seven seven hundreds. Yeah, I don't doubt that at all. One for every family member. I think that's 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 a lot of freaking. That's a lot. That's interesting. So the the size of the van, the banshee, and other physical features differed from between regions. Though some of her standing unnaturally taller recorded, the majority of tales describe her height. Um of the banshee as short anywhere between one and four feet tall yeah but i've also saw the stories of her being like six feet tall yeah like i said there there are some accounts of them being unnaturally tall boring most of them are like between one and four feet tall um the additional shortness often goes alongside the description of her as an old woman 
an old woman. I've also seen the description of her as a beautiful woman. Yeah. Uh, in a white flowing gown, either with uh, blonde Jacqueline. hair or even red hair. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense. It's Irish after all. Yeah. Uh, I've seen the old, I've saw the depiction of the old woman uh, with uh, one tooth, you know, the, the depiction of basically the old woman from Snow White. Um, yeah. Crazy. What is that? The weirdest one, though, yeah. was the headless woman with a bowl full of blood. I was like, what the hell? Nancy. That's creepy. I was like, what the hell is that about? Why, why, why that? Why? And if it's a headless woman with a bowl full of blood, how is she wailing? How is she wailing? Where's that coming from? <laughs> I mean, how there's one other sister I can, I can think of, but <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to talk with no teeth, so I guess it could be wailing. <laughs> Um, so but yeah, it also says sometimes the banshee assumes of a version of the family who died young and been given the mission by the invisible powers to become the harbinger of coming doom to her mortal kindred, or she may have been seen at night as a shrouded woman crouched beneath the trees, lamenting with a veiled face or flying past in the moonlight crying bitterly so there's all sorts i think this thing can take different forms well so that that's that's I, you, because you said that i i found it interesting like if people actually see her yeah she's known to vanish and f- fly away super yeah. quick but she don't have wings no there is so i guess I guess my question on the Banshee was how she's depicted and everything like that. Is she a physical presence or is she more of a specter? Mother. She seems very sure. As as far as I I don't think it's a solid being. I think it's more more of a specter or phantom. Of some sort. Three. You think it's more phantom or specter? Yeah. Because they don't depict her as see-through. No. I'm trying. But I Um, also, it just feels like she's not physically tangible. Although. Believe. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Hmm. Grandson. One for every family. That's yeah. I think the only um, the only thing is that it it always takes the form of a woman. That's the Hidden. only that's the only constant. Yeah, it's always a woman. But hair color, age, size, all all are different. Damage. And that could be like it. You know, they also suggested that it's probably you know a family member that dies like a mother that dies in childbirth or um, a, a woman that dies becomes the banshee for that family. And that would, that would be kind of interesting, which is why there, there are different ones or there's one for every family. I didn't, I didn't realize that you had to be an O or a Mac to actually have the family, the banshee for your family. Yeah. 
You had to be of those bloodlines. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. I wonder if that's the same case for like uh, the Scottish and, and, and the Welsh with theirs. Maybe. And and does England have their own banshee? I mean, does it stop at Wales? Like, we're just not going that far south. We're done here. <laughs> yeah, I, I it, Wales and Scotland is all I have, along with, I haven't heard any reports of England, but. No, I, yeah. yeah. I have Wales, Scotland, and Ireland, but I no reports. Green. And nothing further north, nothing in Norway, Sweden, Iceland, uh, uh, Finland. I was like, holy shit, what was that third one that's right there? <laughs> Finland. Finland. Can't forget uh, about them. Yeah. I, I wonder if that's the difference between the Celts Closet. and the Norse on, on their... Hmm. Wow. That's a that's an interesting one, Dave. Yeah. Cause I mean there's there's what I found fascinating is no. most people want to talk about the Banshee of Ireland. When you look up the Banshee of Ireland, it's all very similar of what they talk about. Almost to where any page you kind of go to right yeah so much like three or four different sites and was doing research and i even went to the wikipedia for it but they all kind of say the exact same thing yep and there's push when you look at trying to get more of the history of the banshee or anything like that it's kind of limited on Angel. what information they have for the history of the banshee too <clears throat> other than how far back they go and and where they come from but I, I'm wondering if because they're not an evil, <clears throat> excuse me, an evil or considered a bad. Who is he? That they're not talked about as much as other cryptids. Yeah. Brother. Dark. I don't know. Stop. I think the. the <clears throat> I like that the general census all agreed with each other. Like they're they're all kind of the Children. same story, the same information. Yeah. But I didn't like the fact there wasn't a lot of information out there about it. I thought there'd be more, but it seems because it's centralized in a certain area, there's not more information out there it, it, would you, is that kind of what i'm 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 getting at it could be because of the you know the whole the whole family thing or whatever but it's so it's not um it's not talked about much now in in modern times there's not much of a no they don't talk about it a lot no it's not um the the banshee or the the thing that they do it's not widely done anymore with the with Never. the king at the funeral and stuff that doesn't happen too much anymore no <clears throat> it, okay In so of because you, of that believe 
because people have lost their belief in the banshee do you think because it's not talked about as much anymore that it has it's literally dying off like it's not getting the power it needs to survive i think that's very possible because we we've talked about how if you're the more you talk about a spiritual entity or something like that it gives them power innocent that I think the same thing holds true for yeah. for cryptids, especially specters or phantoms like these. They, you know, you almost have to believe in them in order for them to have the power that they need. Shovel. So as as families stop believing in the banshee, here the banshee stops coming. In which case, they don't have an escort to the afterlife either, though. Pendant. That's, sit down. I am sitting down. Not here. Yeah, don't sit here. <laughs> so, grandmother. Okay. So, you know those those mounds. Yeah. In Ireland. Yeah. Uh, those traditionally covered graves or a number of graves. Oh. Okay. Um, they also call the banshee the little washerwoman. And this comes from tales of her being cited washing the bloodstains from the clothes of individuals who were soon to die. Oh, wow. Which I thought was interesting. Also, their their keening has been known to shatter glass. Oh. Keen known to shatter glass. Yeah. Yeah. First accounts of the Hell, creature date back to 1380 and mentions of the Banshee can even be found in some Norman literature from the time. There is also similar tales of witch-like creatures signaling impeding doom in Scottish and Welsh mythology too. The Banshee would typically appear in three forms as a young maiden, often to lure people toward her with sweet singing, similar to that of mermaids and sirens, uh, a full-figured matron or an old wretched crone. Whatever her form, she would be dressed in a gray cloak and her eyes were permanently red due to the constant weeping. Yeah, the constant weeping, yeah. Play as with the, me. As a predictor, uh, she was a predictor of death and would often appear before someone entered a situation where it was unlikely they would come out alive. There are old tales of battles being abandoned by soldiers because after hearing wailing in the woods just before tussling with their enemies, terrified by the thought of the banshee signaling their impending death, they would flee. Oh, that's okay. I want to, I know you're going to continue on here, but I got to ask you this Does everybody hear the banshee, or does only the family and the person that might die hear the banshee? I think only the family hears the banshee, but no, for sure. So if one banshee is yelling, <clears throat> or do you think more than one banshee was screaming? I think more than one banshee. I'm at these battles. Yeah. Everybody that heard it, they didn't hear the same banshee. No. And they all fucking like, nah, I'm no. not going to battle. I'm going home. Yeah. So it said fleeing soldiers would be usually killed by their enemies, their own armies for desertion or simply by the elements if they stayed in hiding. And with every death, the legend of the Banshee would grow and grow. 
shrieks form shrieks from the forest are never pleasant even in the 21st century with our rational minds but when a blood curdling <laughs> howl is there to welcome you or your loved ones in the arms of death, you and can imagine the, the night will you stop that um you can imagine how the banshee quickly became one of the most feared and featured creatures of irish folklore yeah i just wanted to finish it off with that one because i, that I like I like the element of fear the Banshee brings. Yes. I like the, I liked here. I like their shrieks shatter glass. They predict death. So there's <laughs> definitely uh, abilities. I like the fact that yeah. I, I like the theory that there's one Banshee per family. That I, I think that makes, that makes a lot of sense. And I, I love doom. That. doom. That was mine. Yeah. That, that's yeah, Banshee and entails doom. I mean, that's basically Cheating. what she's letting you know. Someone, someone's dying. Someone's about to die, or someone's dead. Yeah. And I, I love the fact that they're not where the person died. They're where the family is. Yeah. Telling the family that their person's died. Yeah. Wow. I, that's. I like the Banshee. I I, I thought there'd Maybe. be more on her. But I do yeah. like the Banshee. I like, I like the, the stuff that's out there is consistent. Yes. I love the consistency of, Bribed. of Run all away. the places I was checking. Yeah. The and then as, as far as evidence goes, there's not a whole lot of evidence. No. Because it's not it's not something that's widely believed in anymore. But except for the except for the whaling, I can't tell you how many how many audio files and how many, you know, one paranormal caught on camera. There's so many things like you open the window and you hear like this wailing sound (laughs) and they're like, what the heck is that? And I'm thinking, okay, I'm wondering if that's a Banshee. Well, the problem I have with that is we shouldn't be able to hear it. Well, except for the fact that we do have Irish but it's not it only because we were just talking about that. Yeah, it's coming up on yeah. Well, that's the thing. If does everybody hear the wailing? If every family has their own banshee, then I would think that only their fa- only their banshee can be heard. Yes, but if the banshees aren't like that, undecided. Like why? If if there's one banshee per family, why would a whole bunch of banshees show up if someone holy or important died? That that just might yeah. shoot our theory down, or or is it that you know you you hear all the banshees? If you're, I think if you're of Irish descent, you can hear the banshee. But I think it's also interesting that they they stick to the the true Irish family, no the O'Grady. So, yeah, even though we might be Irish yeah. descent, we don't have the O or the Mac in our name. Okay. Or the Mac or our we name. don't have our banshee, but we can hear the banshee. Yeah. <clears throat> so at that saying, if someone was to go out there, like that video you're talking where they open the window and you hear that wailing. Yeah. That some people that listen to that audio, that video, that audio, that some people will actually wouldn't hear what we hear. Right. Like the like the bell in Polar Express. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like so. 
I want that's what I want to know. So I want to know how many people watched those videos and went, I don't know. What do you guys hear? I'm not hearing what you're hearing. Yeah. Fire. That's, frustrated. That would be frustrating. It would be frustrating if there was a fire. Oh, I, honestly, Dave, with, I think I think we got to score this already, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I thought there'd be more information on this, but let's go ahead and score it. Let's, yeah. let's go ahead and score it. Um, okay, so, so size is our first thing. And again, uh, <clears throat> this is like, we, we we I just heard you talk about depictions of of them being two foot danger. tall. Pagan. Yeah, but, and of it, course the normal size is female. Yeah, like yeah, so there's a you know the normal size of these banshees are one to four feet tall, with yeah, some depictions of them being unnaturally tall, like like probably seven foot or so. So there's a there's a good range, good range here. And I think because these because these banshees can assume many forms, I think their size can vary. And you know, like we said, we don't think these we don't think these are solid entities. We think these are um, specters or phantoms yeah. of some. Yeah. So how would how would you how would you? How would you score the size Crazy. category in there when Daniel. it's an ever-changing size? Well, I think the size rest in peace. The size category we go by the highest it has the highest that's been accounted. Which was up to seven feet tall, right? Which was, which was like unnaturally tall for a human. So and we're gonna and we're gonna go grandfather human size is a five. Is, what's that? Human size is a five. Human size is a five. Yeah. So, so unnaturally tall for a human, you know, that's probably a six. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're All talking right, yeah. seven feet tall or something like that, but yeah, when we're, when we're talking about Loch Ness monster, that's probably going to be a 10 because those things are like 30 foot long or whatever. Now, do we take points for size <clears throat> because they're small because unnaturally small I think is still I would you uh, would you give that a lower score if they're unnaturally small like fairy folk if you saw a fairy you okay? no an inch and a half big yeah that would you would score that L1 I would score that low, yeah. Bedroom. I think we're at a six. Yeah. I'm at a six. I don't know where you're at. Yeah, I'm at a six. <laughs> Haunted. Yeah. Water. Water, huh? Now, the speed of these things, I think, can be phenomenal. The way they vanish in an instant when seen. Yeah, they're structures. They vanish in an instant. They're... Um, I think they can travel great distances really fast. Yeah. So I th I think their speed is good here. Uh, I would probably maybe yeah. an eight. Yeah. <laughs> Picking up what you're putting down, Dave. Okay. 
now the third the third category is evidence and i there's not a whole lot of evidence except for like stories yeah so yeah there's no photographic really i've never i haven't seen any photographic evidence of of a only thing is audio that's the only evidence I could find is sounds of the yeah. whaling. Yeah. So, uh, so that gives it a little bit. Yeah. But I haven't, I didn't see like actual pictures of what they believe to be a banshee. Although I'm, I'm wondering because there's, you know, there's all sorts of ghost pictures of like lady in white and things like that. How many of those are, might be banshees? Could those be banshees? Um, there's one, there's one on paranormal caught on camera where it's just like on the edge of a forest and she's just kind of standing there and this yeah. drone caught it. Friend. Oh, this drone caught a, caught footage of it and was like filming it. And it was like, and it was just kind of standing there and there was, a uh, like a, like a moose or something eating, eating grass on the side of the road. And it was right in the edge of the woods and it looked like it was trying to come out, but it couldn't. Uh, it's really creepy looking. Um, but I mean, how how many how many spirits do we see like that? Do we think is just a ghost? Could those be banshees, or could those be some kind of other elemental spirit? I you know I, I never thought about that Healthy before until we fire. started talking about the banshee. Honestly, yeah, I like that. So there is possible potential. There's potential for. For this, but I think there's there's good audio evidence. There's a potential for visual evidence that could be mis um, misrepresented as just a ghost or whatever. Yeah. Um, I still don't think I'm at a five, but I think I'm going to well, go four. I was thinking four. That's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> The the aggression here is what there, a one, yeah maybe we don't give it a zero. We don't do zero. It does not. It's not aggressive. All it's doing is just letting you know that someone's gonna die. Yeah, someone's dead. So yeah, I don't think there's any aggression here. So I'd, I'd give it a one here. Yeah. Institution. But the lore on this, if we're if we're going back to the eighth century, eighth century, damage. That's what twelve hundred years. Keep going. That's that's really good. There's a there's a lot of like there's a most of the you know most of the history or most of the accounts of the of the banshee is like from like the 14th century and around in that area. That's the first written account is like 1380. Soldier. I I love the lore here. I think I'm gonna go nine for the lore. And I love the consistency of the history of the Banshee and, and, and everything there. So Hello. all the, all the history, every, every website that I read, the, the history, the accounts, everything is virtually identical. Identical. Yeah. So there's, uh, no, there's no, with me. Am I dead? no real discrepancies between them. Yeah. Discrepancies. That's a perfect word, bro. There's no discrepancies in, you know, the the one that we did on Scare Network TV. There were discrepancies in yeah. the report. Yeah, and that and that made us pause on the lore. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I'm I'm down with a nine. 
I think that's my favorite thing is, is just reading up on the Banshee and the history of it and, and learning more about that entity because it's not, it's not what I thought it was at all. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought, uh, about some of these other specters that have seen the ladies in white that gets seen everywhere and things like no. that being part of, they could very well be banshees. I, I, I like that. I like that. You brought there that is. up. Yeah. That, well, that's interesting. And think about it that way too. Um, because the, the circumstances where they say causes a banshee to appear like a, a woman who died in childbirth or, uh, a young woman who passed away or an old lady who passed away yeah. that you know, the family that happens all the time. And we see ghosts like that all the time. And there's all sorts of accounts of, of wailing ghosts and crying ghosts. La Llorona, yep. a perfect example. Oh yeah. Look, look at the La Llorona ghost and you're thinking, Oh wait, that could be a Banshee. Yeah, no. You're, yeah. You're absolutely correct. Pain. Huh. I like it. I like it. That's a, that's right, a so good manifestation. Okay. So manifestations, if we're, if we're thinking about photographic evidence and whatnot, we have to go with the, you know, what's been reported and then there's not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. But the potential is there with other evidence that have been reported, other figures in white, other things that have been seen. Those could be banshees. Those be, should, should be at least considered. Considered. As part of the I, score, it's going to still be low. I put it around the evidence score. I think so too. I'm three or four because the I think the audio is going to be good. So I'm going to put Mav Station at three. Camera. I'm going to put that at three. That's where I was too. Now the audio. I think the audio is really the only physical evidence that that people have really caught. It for sure, yeah. cap. Well, I don't Real. want to say for sure captured, but I hear you captured was Cover. the wailing and the keen of the banshee. Sean. That I think the audio is a good score. Yeah, because that's the that's the only evidence that they've said. Oh, this is a banshee. Yeah, and and the fact that throughout Sorry. from the eighth century on, this this is the actual evidence of the banshee is the audio, the wailing, the keen, the yeah. it. it it, and this is, you know, stop soldiers in their tracks. Stop soldiers in their tracks. Yeah. They're, they're like, oh shit, we're, you know, somebody's going to die. We better go. And that's going to yeah. lead into the feels. I think the feels is going to be good here too. Yeah. So I, I think I'd put the audio here. I think I'd go an eight. You're going to six? You're going to go eight? Okay. So I Where was, I, I was going to go six. Funny. All right. Well, that's seven. Jonathan. Yeah. Score to seven. I hope that's good. Jose. Um, Okay, so feel. So this is, you know, other senses like smells. There's no real smells coming. Um, but the fear of fear, the whale, motion, the sadness, because you know it's a harbinger of death. Um, the fear that soldiers feel if they're on the battlefield and they hear wailing. Uh, I think that's significant. That's that's well, amazing. Sure. Sure. And I, I don't think there's physical touching here. No, no, no. This is the the feel the feels that come from this are all emotional. All emotional. Um I think I, I think I'm at a six. I, I think I'm at a six. Yeah. 
objects. So watching objects, you and there but there were things like the shattered shattering of glass. Shattering glass, thank you. That I knew there so I wrote it, I even wrote it down. There was the you know the where mounds. They, Do the you mounds consider the mounds of graves part of the objects? And that's kind of where they come from. And then they've there been they call it the little little washerwoman because they're they see the siren they see the band she's washing the blood stains off of the clothes of the of the people who died father so that's kind of an interesting object for me cold larry larry's old okay i'm not super high on the objects uh, i don't know if i've even out of five you're thinking you're at a five? I don't think I. I don't know if I'm at a five. I'm like yeah, four. I, I was I think thinking like a three or four. Yeah, I'm at a maybe four. a three. Are you gonna go three? Correct. I think it's a solid three. I think it's a solid three. I, I don't know if I can put it at a four. Okay. I mean, you got the shattered glassing. I, I like that. I like that. I like the washing the blood stains and like the burial mounds. And Meal. things like that. So yeah, I, I went four, so we're at a 3.5. 3.5. Um okay, this is an interesting one. The danger level. Is there danger to the banshee? I mean, I I don't think the danger is I don't think the danger the banshee itself is not dangerous, but she is telling you the danger is there. She is a warning of death. Yeah, she is a warning of death. She's Why did you come? Death. She'll show up. And if you're about to go into a situation where you're not going to survive, she'll show up and tell you and wail on you. That you're not, you're not going to survive this. So I think there's a danger level here, but the danger is not coming from her. The danger is a warning from her telling you that there's danger. So in a way, it makes it a weird score. It makes it a weird score because in a, in a way, she is absolutely if she shows if she shows up and you hear her, there's danger happening, or death is coming. Death is coming, or death has happened. So there is danger. So she's she's advising us of the danger. She's not the cause of it. Basement. I think if she appears and you hear her, then there's danger. I think there's absolute danger. It's just not coming from it. She's not the source of the danger, but if you hear her, then you know that there's danger coming or danger already here. So I think there's a danger level here. There is a danger. I think there is a danger I, level. It's just not caused think, by her. By her. Yeah. But, I mean, in, in every case, if you hear or see the Banshee, right. death is coming. There's danger. Toy. Daniel. Hi, Daniel. I did. I had toy. I don't know what that is. Yeah. So, all right. So, I don't so think I, I'm at a five, though. Gosh, I think I might be over a five. You think you might be over a five? Yeah. Really? I'm, yeah. Because I, I, because in every case, every time a banshee appears, there's danger. Every time. There's death. death. Yeah, there's death. There's death. There's going to be death. Or somebody's going to die. Or you're in danger of dying. You're you're about to do something you're gonna die from. 
So I, I'm yeah. I'm absolutely above a five. I, I'm not. I am definitely not at a ten. But I was going to go seven because because it's a hundred percent. She's not going to show up if there isn't death. Can't okay. Here, here's the question: Can they? If like the soldiers that that heard her wailing before going to battle, and they run away, can they change their fate by running away? Actually, no, because it said in the reports that they died anyway. They okay. either they were either shot as they ran, or they were shot by friendly fire for desertion. So they died anyway because they ran off. Okay. Agreed. Right. See. Yeah. <laughs> Even Mike agrees. I'm and my and mine said higher, so I should go higher than a seven. But the danger's not coming from her. Yeah. But she she is she is telling you she's the harbinger of death. She's telling you that something's coming or something's already there. So or there's a death in the family. So I think it um it's weird. But I feel I feel danger if I heard the banshee's wail, if I heard her keening, I would feel danger. I'm picking what you put down. I'm picking I'm picking up what you're putting down. I, I, I would go a seven. Is this where are you at? I was at a seven. I, I okay. I'd go seven. Fifty-four and a half. Yeah, I think that's what I got. A fifty-five. Yeah, fifty-five. Round up. It's actually a better score than I thought the Banshee was going to get. Not a bad score. Uh, that's pretty good. Again, Are you a friend? Mid range score. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it, Dave. Talk with me. I'm talking with Why you. Why did you come? Oh, maybe, maybe they're talking to each other. <laughs> talking to each other. Peaceful. Yeah. Seems kind of peaceful. Okay. That's an interesting one. And it's I like it because there's no it's not a good or evil thing. Uh, technically, I would consider the Banshee a good a good thing. If I had to categorize it between good or bad, I I it's definitely there's a lot of neutrality into it. Yeah. But I think it it leans towards the good side. I know people would fear it because, yeah, death is coming, but it's a warning that death is coming. Yeah, I don't I, I think it's absolutely neutral because I, I think death itself is neutral because, you know, there's nobody yeah. exempt from that. There's nobody no. exempt from death. I think I think the danger level comes is like when you hear that when you hear that song, you're like, oh, crap, somebody died. Yeah. No, I, I, I and, agree. It's, and it's a sad moment. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's evil. But yeah, I think it. I think it's dangerous. 
I like it. They're like not going to sing to you if you're doing good on your Spanish test. No. no. And let me say that in Spanish. No. No. <laughs> Are you from here? Dude, dude, dude. That's funny. I can't feel my lays. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> I think when we come back, I don't. We started with it. We finished. All right. I don't know where to go. Where to go. I don't know which one I want to talk about. I still don't know which Elderly. one to talk about. You know, yeah. Let's go Wendigo when we come back. All right, let's talk about the Wendigo. Let's talk about the Wendigo when we come back. Okay. So we're, we're going to be right back. Give us about five, five, ten minutes here. All right. Uh, what kind of music you want? Uh, I was thinking about going Lord, more Lord, uh, Mavris. Oh, that's what I did for the intro. Oh. Well, maybe then we don't do it. Oh, well, fine. Oh, well, we can do it. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, you know, it's a monster. Where the monster? She went Spanish. You don't want to do that one. You did the, is that the homicida? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Beware of the Monster since we're doing cryptids, but. Oh, oh yeah. Good job. All right. We'll, we're going to throw a little Beware of the Monster on for you. Give us a few moments. We'll be right back, folks. Enjoy the creepy.
stressed. Uh, I'm back. Well, I'd be Dave. Dave usually doesn't happen. Oh, well, if you guys are just joining us, of course, we are talking Here. cryptids tonight. Uh, we just got done talking with Banshee in, in Ireland, uh, <clears throat> which got a good score, 55. I thought it was pretty decent. And then we got, uh, of course, check out our, our exclusive episode on scarenetwork.tv. Go check them out, subscribe, watch our stuff, and watch... Uh, Watch the stuff that they have on. They have a lot of content Alan. on there. You'll, you'll, you'll definitely enjoy. Subscription. Dave is back. I'm back. You got here before I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, look at this. Hello. I do. Man, yeah, that beer hit me. Woo. <laughs> yeah, guy. Jeff. GFX, oh, graphics sold 60. I do graphic design, so if you need yeah, work, I done, want to look at better. So, no. What is happening? What's that? Turn it off. Well, he wants money for logos and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we already have a logo. Yeah. So, yes. on my background again. <laughs> for that. So, no thanks. Appreciate the offer. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. I heard you. Yeah. I heard you talking about Scare Network TV. I I have switched. I can only take one of those dragon milks because. <laughs> so I have switched to the Amberbach Dark Lager, which I really like the taste like, of. Like. Uh, Michelob. Yeah. Dark. Not it bad. is dark. Down. Mine said feeling down. Harm. And harm. Oh, so sorry to hear that. Oh, that tastes good. Uh, All right, so we are going to talk about the Wendigo. Wendigo. That's a good depiction. Yeah. Did you, did you ever see, did you see the movie Antlers? I I watched. I think I got about halfway through and I passed out, so I haven't finished watching it yet. Man, I, I know I gotta watch it. With the father and the son, it's and then the kid taking care of him. It, it was, but then the, but cool. the, the transformation, in there. Danger. Yeah, so I have to watch it. it very much reminds me of a Wendigo. Oh, well, that's what the movie's about. Yeah, <clears throat> is the Wendigo. But it was, it's it was really good account, and it's not. Yeah, it was not what I expected. I I really liked it. It was probably and on, um, on physical media, it was my second favorite horror movie of the year. So, oh, did you watch Significant Other? No, that's a good one. You'll like that one. Ah, hmm. uh, so the Wendigo. <laughs> so the Wendigo. Uh, evidently, uh, my ghost who doesn't like significant other, uh, said it was stupid. no, neither <laughs> no. does mine. Not so, 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 yeah. So, the, the Wendigo is a mythological creature or evil spirit 
originating from the folklore of the plains and great are you great, a friend great, great, great lakes natives, as well as some first nations it is based in and around the east coast forests of canada great plains region of the united states and the great lakes region of the united states canada that's where our people are from Grouped in modern ethnology as uh, speakers of Algonquin Algonquin. family languages, the Wendigo is often said to be a malevolent spirit, sometimes depicted as a creature with human-like characteristics, which possesses human beings. The Wendigo is said to invoke feelings of insatiable greed and hunger. Desire to cannibalize other humans and the How propensity to commit murder in those that yeah. fall under its influence. Yeah. It, this... this is a nasty. In, <laughs> in, in, some, in some representations, the Wendigo is described as a giant humanoid with a heart of ice, a foul stench, Granddaughter. a sudden unreasonable chill might precede its approach. Possibly because of long-time identification by European Americans with their own myths about werewolves. Show yourself. Yeah. So Hollywood film, you know, representations often label human beast hybrids featuring antlers or horns with the Wendigo name. But such animal features do not appear in the original indigenous stories. Who is he? Make a noise. That's Dave. And do you want me to make a noise? Yeah. Ah, yeah. There you go. I made a noise. <laughs> um, so okay, in modern in modern psychiatry, the Wendigo lends its name to a form of psychosis known as Wendigo psychosis, which is described by symptoms such as intense craving for human flesh and an intense fear of becoming a cannibal. Wendigo psychosis is described as a culture-bound syndrome. In some First Nations communities, other symptoms such as insatiable greed and destruction of the environment are also thought to be symptoms of Wendigo psychosis. What year is it? I found it fascinating that there is a psychosis related to the Wendigo. Mm -hmm. A, A basic uh, basically a a, a uh, psychological uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, deep deep no. uh, a psychological diagnosis yeah based off a yeah. cryptid right that they would name it after a cryptid yeah. So as a product of sure. Algonquin, Algonquian folklore, um, the Wendigo is a beast that is feared by all. This terrifying creature is also known to have its biggest impact Sorry. during the winter months and was thought to be responsible for the manifestation of some of the darkest Trapped. parts of the human spirit. It is winter, famine, gluttony, and cannibalism Eat. incarnate. The window, the Wendigo is known for its insatiable greed and hunger for human flesh. The Wendigo is often depicted as a demonic spirit that has power over winter storms and weather events. 
Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the creature is often associated with the harsh winters yeah. of the north. It is said that an angry windigo can cause the sky to darken and become weather such as harsh winter winds, tornadoes, and blizzards. The windigo is often depicted as a supernatural creature that has the ability to um, control and you know combine in harsh winter storms and bear over land. These conditions give it ideal hunting grounds and plentiful victims both to set a, satisfy its hunger and need to share its twisted desires. Oh. One of the most terrifying aspects of a Wendigo is its inability to be satisfied. A Wendigo is always hungry and can never be filled. Above. It takes pleasure in the hunt and the act of killing, even, but even after devouring the entirety of a human being, its hunger is not quenched. First, they're here. A Wendigo grows with every meal it eats. By the mass, it is a devoured. Under. By, these things become huge. These king, yeah, the, as the, the picture, like the Wendigo is holding a human being. Yeah. <laughs> that's a well-fed Wendigo. Yeah, that's, that's one they ate well. Um, but yeah, because of this, uh, because of it grows every time it eats uh, because of this, a window can never be satisfied. It will always hunger for more victims. So um, it's elderly. The Wendigo is a demon, but some Wendigos can be created from humans who have been corrupted with greed and the hunger for human flesh. These victims are often transformed into Wendigos themselves, often from the touch or possession of the beast. I said, yeah, they have the ability for of possession. They can possess you. They they don't. Uh, this is uh, this is nasty. This is a nasty dude. After they give into their carnivorous desires, with every victim these I'm new Wendigos devour, they grow proportionally in size. It is said that the Wendigos have the ability to grow in size that is unfathomable by the human mind. Hell, yeah. And that the sight of a Wendigo who has devoured many souls is enough to make the human heart freeze in terror. And that's just wow. Oh no! And I'm I'm going to keep going. Although the Wendigo is able to exist in the physical world, it is actually a spirit. Like many spirits, the Wendigo has the ability to become invisible, fly become undetectable or possess humans. The Wendigo is extremely selective with those that it chooses to possess. Oh, exactly. Uh, most often the creature will only possess people who are starving, who are gluttonous or who have had a craving yeah. for human flesh before, or who are greedy and have tendencies to display their wealth openly. Thirst. So, you know, the three bucks we made on Anchor, yeah. we, we can't show that off. <laughs> Any, $6.11 if you... $6.11. Really <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, we'll have, a, we'll have a pizza party at the end of the year, I think. Um, over here. Anyone... Yeah, pizza party over here. That's what I... Yeah. <laughs> Any, anyone who becomes possessed with a Wendigo spirit will become Wendigos themselves and will continue to exist as a Wendigo until the spirit is exercised or they are killed. 
However, as Wendigos have incredible strength and are able to move with extreme strength and power, it is highly unlikely that a Wendigo okay. can be killed. I love these things. <laughs> these things. Well, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. We went we went from a bench <laughs> to fuck it. Awesome. Murder. That's what we went. We went from a banshee to a murder. <laughs> to a fucking cannibalistic, possessive, murdering. We went from growing spirit to why the banshee whales. Trip. <laughs> Man. What 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 about the theory of the Wendigo being an actual curse upon the land based off of Chief Cornstalk being murdered at the time of peace talks. Companion. Happy. Uh, that's interesting. And it makes sense. I mean, if it's a spirit and the spirit possesses you, True. then maybe that's the curse. Because it says, you know, uh, um, the Wendigo spirit is very selective on who it possesses. So if you did something bad, then the Wendigo spirit can possess you as like as like a curse, and you become a Wendigo. Disrespectful. It is disrespectful. Yeah, if you're disrespectful, watch out. Wendigo is going to come and take you. Don't flaunt your wealth, man. Don't put any cans of spam in your window. How old are you? I'm 45. Dave's Run like away. 52. I'm ancient. Uh, I. I uh I I don't even know what to, like I was reading about the Wendigo. Yeah. This is might be one of the most scariest things I've read about. That this creature or what is this? or, or I, I don't know what I don't know how to classify this. I mean, it's classified as a cryptid, but is it a creature? Is it a, is it, it's all the above, right? It's, it's a spirit. It's a creature. It's, it, yeah, it, it doesn't it, have it, the it, laws it, of the plane, but it can also be a spirit. It, it can possess a human being. It can also go out on its own. Um, it, the more like, it eats, the bigger it gets. It's Running. like the worst thing that you could think of when you think about a demonic entity. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Skin, uh, I, we've talked about Native American culture stuff before Library. with the, like the skinwalker and stuff. The skinwalker has nothing on the Wendigo. No. Like the skinwalker is like a little baby child compared Disease. to the Wendigo. How old are you? Below. How how have we never talked about the Wendigo before? <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't know, man. The fact that it 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 creates a hunger of cannibalism. Am I dead? Yeah. In people that it possesses. 
and, and the fact that it, it, it and it's it insatiable. It insatiable hunger. Eating. I and, can't. And and, exactly. and drives them to commit murder. Yeah. The fact that it controls weather. You. Yeah. Over here. I think that's I think that's crazy. That they can affect the weather. And here's here's something interesting that I think. I think the bigger they get, the more they can control the weather. I well, yeah, the bigger they get, the more powerful they are. Powerful they are. So, you know, I, I, I've, I've heard of the Wendigo. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I've heard stories of the Wendigo. Paul, not here. But not like, not like this. No. Like it was, you know, they're bad, blah, 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 blah. You didn't tell me they like to eat people cannibalistically and, <laughs> or, or drive they people to dumb cannibalism. To do cannibalism. And they, they possess you and you become one. 20. Now, if they possess you and, and basically they you become them, you become a Wendigo because you're possessed by it. Mm -hmm. If you die while in that possession, does that in turn turn you into an actual Wendigo? No, you just well, no, you die, and the Wendigo just goes and possesses another person. So, is there a limited number of Wendigo out there? Then, I mean, how do they, how do they create more of themselves if? Or if you fall to, to the curse of the Wendigo, you become a Wendigo. But being possessed by a Wendigo doesn't necessarily Africa. mean that you are a Wendigo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker, that's not what I said. That's not what I asked. I gave you a choice, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. No, it's There's both. two options there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Always happy to help. I don't think you picked up what I put down there. <laughs> you saw that fucker laying on the floor. I'm like, I ain't touching it. <laughs> There's no five second rule on that. Uh, uh, nope. I'm, I hear you. See? <laughs> yeah. My, my ghost tube hears you. I'm like, nope. I'm not picking up what you're putting down there. I'm gonna let that lie right I was, there. I'm just gonna let that thing rest. I'm gonna cover it with a blanket. <laughs> we're gonna move on. Put a pin in that. We'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another yeah. Suffocate. 
Oh my god, Dave. Dave. <laughs> Knife. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to read up on how on how they reproduce, but yeah, I think I think there's just a limited number of these guys. Because you have to I'm trying to because once they possess you then you're stuck to being a Wendigo unless you're exercised. But I don't think you don't reproduce that way. You're just, you just become a Wendigo. But then if you get exercised, then the demon spirit, the Wendigo spirit leaves you. And then you go back to being human. How did I die? I don't know how you died. Maybe a Wendigo, maybe a Wendigo ate you. I don't know. <laughs> Battle. Guilt. The fact, man, man. The fact that they turn you into cannibals. I'm still stuck on the fact that there is a literally a psychosis named after the Wendigo. Yeah. And that that has to do with the desire to craving for human flesh. Yeah. (laughs) You got to. You got a bunch of people eating people, trying to eat people out there, and be like, Electric. oh, this is Wendigo psychosis. What? <laughs> it's what? It, it, that that don't that don't sound like it's a clinical uh, assessment at all, there, Doc. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but I mean, then again, if if we're talking about the Wendigo as a demonic entity, that's so demonic so spirit. Real. Um, now, Sarchi said that there were enough angelic spirits, and they're all angelic. Demons and yeah. angels are the same. <coughs> they come from the same. The same. There's more. There's more angelic spirits than any people that will ever exist. Existed, exist now, or Kitchen. will, or will exist in the future. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. So even even though the Wendigo does not seem to reproduce, I still think there's a lot of them. That's uh, you know, uh, thinking about what Ralph Sarchi said, I can I can see that I can see that. Goodbye. <clears throat> Goodbye to you. Go go to the Figaro. Go to the Figaro. We really do have to check on that place. Dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Under. Huh. Which I can't. Forty-five. Oh, there's so much. I'm like it. It, it says you're. Um. That a, a a Wendigo is ruthless and enjoys terrifying its prey before making a kill. The beast is known to stalk its prey for hours on end until they become impossibly frightened. A Wendigo may reveal itself to its victim with a loud shriek or scream Gabriel. to increase their level of terror. It is said that the creature is able to sense the fear of their victims, which only Maybe. adds to Help. their anticipation and Again. excitement for the kill. The terror of their victims is perhaps the only form of joy a Wendigo feels. It's like seasoning the meat. Exactly. It's like, you know, putting some sauce on it. You're you're marinating that. Um, Wendigos are also very intelligent compared to other beasts and demons. They are hypersensitive and able to stay attuned to every inch of their hunting grounds, which can sometimes stretch for miles. 
They are also intuitive about their hunting needs. If they sense that they may soon run out of a food supply, they will sometimes take the entrails of their victims and put them in large pots as a backup measure. These pots are then placed at the very tops of tree branches where only the Wendigo can reach. If a Wendigo senses that it will be an especially harsh winter, it will sometimes take victims alive and keep them prisoner in their lair until it's time to feed. Fuck. It is little to it little can be done to hide from the Wendigo. In fact, Guilty. many believe that hiding from a Wendigo is impossible. It is said once the creature captures the scent of its prey, it will always know where the person travels to, no matter how far they go. Wait a minute. So you're saying Wendigo catches my sense. I get on a plane, go across the pond. It's going to know where I'm at. Yep. <coughs> Fuck that. <laughs> but um, you can fight a Wendigo. It doesn't seem like it's a good idea, but apparently they have an aversion to fire. Make a noise. Cold. They're cold. They're very cold. This is kind of the reason why. According to legend, Wendigos will do everything in their power to avoid fire. And that's probably because their hearts are made of ice. A Wendigo can be harmed by fire, but their wounds will heal quickly and they will only become more angry and obsessed with the victim. Great. Um, but here's the kicker. A weapon made of silver is required to go up against a Wendigo. So they have a similar... I want uh, to do other lycanthropes to the yeah. werewolves and stuff like Are that. Are you okay? Okay. It is said that silver is the only type of weapon that can seriously hurt a Wendigo. A Wendigo can be killed with a weapon made of pure silver if it is driven through the creature's heart of ice. Once this has been done, the shards of the creature's heart must be placed in a silver box and buried in consecrated ground. Next, the body must be dismembered with a silver weapon slated and cremated the ashes must be scattered to the four winds failure to properly follow this procedure will result in the resurrection of the creature and a bloody vengeance vampires are easier to kill <laughs> yeah, so they can grow like 15 feet tall or even bigger they can change the weather they're fucking demons they can possess you make you into a cannibal you can't run away from them. They can track you no matter where you're at. And if you kill them with silver, you have to bury the heart in a silver box and then dismember the body and burn it, or else it'll come back to life. Drowned. This thing. Jesus Christ. Why is, Why is there only one movie about this? <laughs> Jesus. Holy crap. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my well, okay. So okay. after would you classify the Wendigo as a lycanthrope? Yeah, I think it's got very similar features to the lycanthrope. You know, and I think that's what 
the the possession does the possession the with the wendigo spirit possesses a human that human transforms into a wendigo so that itself is lycanthropy i think that's just like the werewolf okay. does that person that is possessed have the ability to transform back into i don't a think so person i don't think so i think it's a one-shot deal i think they they well, that would kind of take away from lycanthropy wouldn't it yeah it's still a transformation you just can't go back i don't think they can go back to being human i just, yeah i just don't i don't see any evidence of that well isn't lycanthropy the the ability to transform back and forth though not necessarily. Goodbye. Hug. Oh, thanks for the hug. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, it just it just says the lycanthropy is the supernatural <laughs> transformation of a it's human into an animal. How how it's not it's not about transforming back. Eight, eight. Not okay. Oh, here's another one. You're gonna love this one. Um, there's some there's a little something called the Wendigo fever. Among other powers of the Wendigo, it is thought the creature is able to cause an illness called Wendigo fever. This disease is thought to be one of the ways the Wendigo is able to obtain victims to eat. It is said to start with a strange and disturbing smell. The only person who can detect the smell is the infected person. When the victim falls asleep, they will be plagued with terrible nightmares that will cause them to wake up and cry with fear. When they wake up, they will begin to feel a terrible burning sensation in their legs and feet, which will cause them to run from their homes screaming. All of the victims will inevitably run into the woods, shedding their clothes as they go. These victims oh, are never oh. to be seen again are, and are assumed to be eaten by the Wendigo. I, what? How are you? <laughs> these things, these things are, are you a these friend? Things are devastating. These are like, oh my God. <laughs> Fuck these things. <clears throat> okay, all right. Early explorers in America recorded accounts of the Who creature. Bed. Jesuit missionaries documented various encounters and transformations from the 17th century. In 1907, Algernon Blackwood, an indigenous Algonquin, wrote a short story that recorded an incident with the creature at the time. Yes. He was with a hunting party in the Canadian backwoods. This Watch. Around oh, it's talking about a book. Sorry. Around the same time, another indigenous man from the Cree tribe of northwestern Gabriel. Ontario named Jack Fiddler recounted his experience with the best of to these two missionaries. Claimed to this? have been a hunter with a specialty in killing wendigos. He asserted to have killed fourteen during his life. Fiddler was a self-proclaimed shaman and super with superhuman abilities, helping him defeat these ethereal horse. How do you train to kill a Wendigo? Roof. However, in a morbid turn, authorities arrested Fiddler and his brother for killing a woman. <laughs> the Johnny. Two was okay. In the process of transforming. Jack the shaman 
escape but committed suicide soon after. His brother, although acquitted, died of illness in Convicted. prison just days Bedroom. before his release. That sucked. That sure. <clears throat> Cattle mutilations, contemporary. Can you hear me? I just, I got, oh my God. They, these things. I don't, I don't even know where to begin with these things. They're. How does it work? I, I'm I know close. you showed. Now. That one picture. I'm going to bring up another one here. Who is he? Look at this one. Look how this one's depicted. Yeah, that's just crazy. Imagine running into that, though. What do you think that is? Eight, nine feet tall? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yes. With a what? Twelve foot arm span? Yeah. Oh, you pulled up another one. <laughs> Check this out. Whoa. Yeah. Look at the horns on the head. Look at those fucking hands. This is this is a trail cam. This is an actual trail cam shot. What the hell? From 2017, evidently. Yeah. Male. Wow. If that's not a guy in a costume, that is freaking an amazing picture. Look how big those hands are. Who are they? And that thing is slouching. Look how tall that thing could be. That thing could be 10 feet tall. Easily. Yeah. Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Uh, Jesus. These. Bless. These, this, hold. This is just a Open. bad liar. Bad thing here. here. <laughs> this is a bad mama jamma right here. Wow. Janet. Most sightings have been reported in Canada due to the cold weather. Yep. Like it sticks to that, and we kind of picked this because Judge. we're going to do Maine next week, and it kind of one of the areas that it Innocent. likes to be around. For being maybe. in, oh, for many being the, maybe, um, right. many of the Native American tribes, mm. um, actually believe in this thing, and oh yeah, in this thing. I I, I just find this. For being an insatiable predator, the Wendigo is definitely not the largest or you? most muscular beast out there. Though Real. he's said to be almost 15 feet tall, his body is often described as emaciated. Go away. Yep. Perhaps this can be attributed to the notion that he is never satisfied 
with his cannibalistic urges. Obsessed with hunting for new victims, he is forever hungry until he's eating another person. Drowned. The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Is okay. So, according to legends of the Nahani Valley, Angel. a native author and ethnographer named Basil H. Johnson once described the Wendigo in his Gene, masterwork, How Are You? Manitus, as such. The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of Inside, emaciation. Believe. Holy crap, that's a hard word to say. It's especially skin pulled tightly over its bones. With its bones pushing out I over can't. its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes push Far back away. deep into the sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from superations of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and airy odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. True. Wow. These I I don't let's score it, Dave. <laughs> we can keep talking about it, but this thing I, is normally. What is this? This is a windigo. But yeah, let's score it. Um, size 10. I, I, I don't see why not. I mean, 15 feet tall, imprisoned. I think it can even get bigger than that. Every time it eats, it gets, it gets bigger. Yeah. So it has a never ending limit of how big it can get. Yeah. Depending on how much it eats. Yeah, I mean, if you look at this guy. That's, that's holding an adult person, an adult female. Let's say she's five foot tall. Yeah. Based so on easily 25 feet tall. Yeah. Easily. How are you? Hello. There, there are 10. Yeah. Speed. Okay. Speed. We talked about that too, Dave. Yeah. yeah. Basement. Oh. 10. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, fucking, they're fucking nasty. Evidence. Evidence. I mean, they, they even say they can fly. They can fly, Dave. Because they're demons. They can fly. They can... Oh, Jesus Christ. They're... Over here. Yeah. I hope they're not over here. Bedroom. Bedroom. <laughs> no, that's my wife. She's not a Wendigo. She's more of a, a scary Filipino. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, um evidence i mean there's there's some good evidence out there Dude, that trail cam is phenomenal yeah i again i can't say if that's real or fake i'm coming just looking Less. at what's out there yeah that's all, yeah not all we're doing is looking is looking at what we see and it's not you know it there there's some other stuff here too i mean there's a lot of like you know like Please. the big there's a lot of blurry pictures and whatnot. And then there's a lot that make you go, okay, what the hell was that? Three. I is the evidence okay. Is the evidence better Needed. than the banshee? 
um, yeah, maybe not the audio, but the visual, yeah. Go away. And then there's the yeah, and then there's the smells and stuff too. So that's Smell, yeah, that's I'm that, I'm I'm scared every time a damn thunderstorm yeah. rolls through that there's a window go around now. Uh yeah. <laughs> dude. I, I okay. I'm gonna put the evidence at a six. That, that that's kind of where I'm sitting. I'm down for that. I think oh, it's I think hell. it's better than, than the Banshee. Yes. Hmm? Eugene. East. What? Okay. How's my car? Peaceful. Bribed. My car. The car. My car. The car. My name's on it first before yours. <laughs> okay. Over here. That's my car. The car. <laughs> my car. <laughs> so six on evidence. Yeah, six on evidence. Aggression, Dave. <laughs> uh, ten. <laughs> Where? Right. I mean. Uh, yes. Aggression. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Lore. This is good. The lore is good here. I, I almost say I like the lore. It, it, I almost it's, feel like I like the lore better than the Banshee. But the Banshee, I think, has does the Banshee actually have more time in? Yes. I think the I think the Banshee goes back further than the if you go with the curse Positive. of Chief Cornstalk. So weird. Yeah. I would have to agree with you there. I'm trying. If you go with the fact that it's a demon, I don't know. If there's I, no telling how old it is, if it if it's a demon. Yeah. Is it better than Banshee, or equal to Banshees, or less than? Children, I I think hello. I like it. I like the story better. The score, yeah, the stories scare the shit out of me. What that thing does. Not. Not okay. Then, then I, it's an eight. Then I'm gonna it's, go eight. It's not. <laughs> and I was kind of, I was kind of at an eight. Anyway. Ghost tube helped me out. Yeah. I like the, I like the lore on the banshee a little bit better. Brenda. I think the 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 history portion of the lore Charles, and the Banshee is Rich. better, but I love the stories better for the Wendigo. Wendigo. 
which is why Banshee gets a higher score. Yeah. 28. Okay. Manifestation. Uh, manifestation. There's there's some there's some photographic evidence out there. There's yeah. some there's some stuff. It it manifests. It shows itself. It talks to you. It talks to you. It, it's intelligent. It has the ability to talk to you and taunt yeah, you is. and torment you for hours before it actually eats like, you or eats you. you. It it, mm -hmm. it wants you to get as scared as you possibly what can to tenderize the meat. So it, you'll taste so much better. So I, I think it absolutely manifests itself. Um, Disagree. Disagree. You have people hunting it. Yeah. Some yeah. Somebody claimed to have killed a dozen of them. Yeah. So I'm like, how how is that possible? <laughs> Silver swords, man. Silver swords and. And a lot of silver boxes for the hearts. Um, so seven, seven, yeah. I like seven. That's kind of where I'm sitting. So, yeah. Uh, what do you think about the audio? It talks to you, Dave. It talks to you. But I mean, has that been picked up? I mean, I I know I've heard. I'm not sure. I, I've I've heard people talk about. There Time. are stories of it of of people hearing it. Mm -hmm. Ritual. Oh. So I think I'm a little bit lower here on the. I, I think I'm a little bit lower than than the. I don't think it's as good as Banshee. No, I don't think it's good. I was I was thinking a five on the audio. Statue friend. Statue choke friend. Okay. Uh, I think the feels are amazing here. This is um, out of this touching, possessing, um, making you feel like you want to be a cannibal. Uh, they create us a, a psychological There's diagnosis. A There's a psychosis on that. Yeah, <clears throat> I know. I think this has got to be a 10. It's a 10. It has to be a 10. Married, far away, phone. Um, object. I, I don't think there's much going on object-wise here. It really, it really wants humans. It doesn't, it doesn't throw things at you. It's not it doesn't, throwing at you. It's no, not it just, stuff. It just torments you and then takes you over and either eats you or possesses you and turns you into a Wendigo. That's it. It doesn't. So I. I I got Josh. I might even be at a one. How? I was like two, one. I, maybe a two. It's maybe a two. It's a one. It's a one. But Can't danger level ten. I'd give that bitch a fifteen if I could. <laughs> I'd give it all a point for right. Yeah, how, how many feet it was. <laughs> That's a 25 foot Sailor. monster, Dave. <laughs> this is, might be the most scariest thing I have ever, we have ever talked about on the show. This might be the most dangerous thing we've ever talked about Fox. on the show. Three seasons. I know we're only in episode two of, of season three. 
but three seasons. Have you heard of anything more dangerous? I don't even care if you think about a location. Have you thought about anything more dangerous than the fucking Wendigo? Location-wise, yes. But as far as a singular, ent- no. This thing, this thing kills you in so many different ways. Angel. <laughs> it's lower. It can just, it can just change the weather. And you it can changes freeze- the weather, day. <laughs> it's like, it's too fucking hot in here. We need to bring some ice down this bitch. <laughs> we, we, need, we, need, we need a cold spot. We need to... Um, we need global warming to cool to send a cooling trend. So it's, yeah, bro. It's I, I've I've never seen a, a cryptid or an entity be this diverse. No, and and how it can damage you. Be quiet. This thing is just pure terror. It's monster. A, it's, exactly, monster. Just. It's just a monster. It's the most, it's the most ferocious cryptid I have ever read about. Ever. Slam. Harm. I don't, I I was just adding up here. I I don't think the score gives what we just talked about justice. Dangerous. Well, and I think that's because of the object. Yeah. bedroom and and it's just because you know not a lot of evidence and yeah recorded of it i i'm pull i'm picking up a 67 elderly i I have 77 10 20 Wait, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. 44. 46. 46. <laughs> I forgot a 10, Dave. It's 76. It's 77. So, I, I, yeah. I forgot a 10. I forgot about feels. 10, 20, 30, 40, Toy. 50. Yeah, there's, 50. there's 50 in there's 50 in 10. 64, 64, 71, 76, 77. Grandson. Yeah, I forgot the 10 on feels. I didn't add that one in. <laughs> 77. Okay, now I feel a little bit better about that score. Uh, <laughs> begin. Janet. Heard more of it. What date is it? If it, I don't know if objects is a one because, but then again, does it need to? It doesn't need to throw stuff at you or, or open the door or or break stuff and, or, and terrorizes you until it eats you or changes you into Wendigo. It's just yeah, I just. Wow. Wow, Dave. This is a wow. I this house. This might be the most dangerous thing we've ever talked about. Don't get me wrong. Fort Leavenworth (laughs) is the most dangerous place that we've ever talked about. Yeah. That'd be like a vacation home for the one to go. It's like I, I want to go see at this awesome What's the Wendigo summer house. It's like I want to go see at this awesome B and B. Where are you going? I'm going to Fort Leavenworth. 
a little warm there. I think I, would, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a snowbird. We're gonna go to, we're gonna go to Maybe go to <laughs> But what does it care if it's warm there? It just create a fucking storm, make cold, Dave. Yeah. Satanic. Jesus. I'm feeling. Satanic. I'm feeling it. Wow. 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 I'm, I'm just going to leave everybody with that. Protect. We're, we're going to go take a break. How did we're I die? We're going to dwell Light. on that for a second. And then we're, we're going to come back and we're talking about our last cryptid of the night, and that is the Mothman. I have a lot of information on that, too. That, wow. I, you know what? You know what I'm going to play, Dave? Dance. For, for the music. We're going to play Fear. <laughs> So we're going to take a quick break, get a little nicotine, dwell on the fact that the, the one to go is the devil. And uh, <laughs> why did you come? Vampires have nothing on these dudes. Uh, uh, and we're, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about a little, a little bit, something a little more lighthearted, like Frank. the Mothman. Uh, <laughs> so enjoy the creepy music. We will be right back. Sure.
him. 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 And we are back, folks. We are back. Julie. And we are back. Oh, had a little weird audio thing going on there. Very weird. Necklace. <laughs> that, <clears throat> I just got to say, folks, uh, holy cow, the Wendigo. I'm leaving. <laughs> Guys. Don't blame you. Oh, I can't quit doing that. <clears throat> Oh, man. All right, let's talk about something a little bit more lighthearted, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my let's Lord. Let's talk about the Mothman of Point Pleasant. Yeah. War. I, I find it interesting that this is considered what Western is folklore. Mm hmm. Why did you come? Medicine. So this this thing, <clears throat> I don't even know how to begin with the history of this thing. I'm going. So there's a one of the pictures of the Mothman. Um. So with the history, so in West Virginia. The Mothman is a humanoid creature reportedly seen in the Point Pleasant area from November 15th, 1966 to December 15th, 1967. The first newspaper report was published in the Point Pleasant Register dated November 16th, 1966, titled Couples See Man-Sized Bird Creature or Something. Hey, I got that picture here. The National Press soon picked up the reports that helped spread the story across the United States. The source of the legend is believed to have originated from sightings of out-of-migration sandhill cranes. Speak. Yeah, sandhill cranes. Yeah. Horror. War. War. Again with war. Um, the, the Mothman was introduced to a wider audience by Gray Barker in 1970. And was later popularized by John Keel in the 1975 book, The Mothman Prophecies. Yeah. Claiming which... that there were supernatural events related to the sightings and a connection to the collapse of the Silver Bridge. The book was later adapted to a 2002 film starring Richard Gere. Yeah. Yay. Good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed that movie. They have an annual festival in Point Pleasant that is devoted to the Mothman legend. That's crazy that they made a festival over this. Yeah. So let's farther. Farther. Let's go back to the history. So on November. Are you 15th, okay? I'm okay. Uh, on November fifteenth, nineteen sixty-six, I'm a little drunk. Two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Millette told police that they had seen a large white creature whose eyes glowed red, 
standing at the side of the road near the TNT area. The side World of War the two munitions. Which might explain why you keep getting war, Dave. Yes. I keep getting war. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Linda Scarberry described it as a slender, muscular man, about seven feet tall with white wings, and said that she was unable to discern its face due to hit the hypnotic Jose. effect of its eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Hypnotic. Hypnotic eyes. Yeah. The, the witnesses drove away at speed and said that the creature flew after their car, making a screeching sound. Running. Horror. Running. War again. It, it pursued them wow. as far as Point Pleasant city limits. Over the next few days, other people reported similar sightings after local newspapers reported it. Two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was large, a large bird with red eyes. Mason County Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusually large heron. He named a shite pole. Um, Contractor Newell Partridge told Johnson that when he aimed a flashlight at a creature in a nearby field, it's like bicycle reflectors. Additionally, he blamed buzzing noises from the television set and the disappearance of his German David. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So, so yeah, Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the Sandhill Crane, which is a large American crane, almost as tall as a man with a seven-foot wingspan. Featuring circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. The bird may have wandered out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognized at first because it was not native. I hear you. I'm glad you hear me. Trapped. What (sighs) happened? Heather, humiliate. Peace. Okay. Okay. Can I speak now? Yeah. Uh, so following Mary, the December 15th, 1967 collapse of the Silver Bridge and the death of 46 people, Rose. the incident gave rise to the legend and connected the Mothman sightings to the bridge collapse. They had over 100 witnesses to the Mothman in Point Pleasant area. Yes. It made national press. It made the national press. Like everybody in the nation was talking about what these people saw that night. Mm-hmm. Rose. I I dining. There is the. F- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to to Keen. When here for a second about how he believed that the Mothman was a precursor. To a devastation event. Am I right in saying that? That's kind of that's what he was saying. Hospital. Yeah. So I just want to I just want to point out a couple. Brenda. That happened. So I'm gonna go back because I like I said I I find it 
stop. Weird to believe that's just considered West Virginia folklore because 40 years before, in 1926, in southeastern China, and they saw something like this, but they called it the Mandrake. Dangerous. And, and this, and this is when the, the Xiao Ti Dam. What's that? This is what I was talking about in the Banshee segment. How things can be mistaken for something else. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they call it the man dragon. And this is this precursed the Xiao Ting Dam going dam going. Letting those like billions of gallons of water into the farmlands below, killing over fifteen thousand people. Burnt. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Terry. In 1978, Home. Freiburg, Germany, sure. the Freiburg Day. mine collapse, they Two. saw the Mothman before Where? it happened. Yes. And I'm going to try to go uh, in order here. 1985, people saw the Mothman before Chernobyl happened. In Russia, there were sightings for the Be uh, before the Russian uh, apartment bombings happened in '99. This this one hits pretty close to home. People saw the Mothman before 9/11 happened. 2007, the I-35 bridge in Minnesota. Rest in peace. Oh, nine. Lahana, Mexico. People saw the Mothman before the swine flu epidemic started there. And the, la the latest one that I found was March of 2011. Peaceful. They saw the sightings of the Mothman over Fukushima. I'm coming. Three hours before Be the earthquake hit. I just find that utterly fascinating that people, these historical events, I'm going. a lot that we've grown up reading about and hearing about and watching on the news, people have reported the Mothman being seen right before these events no. happened. Peace. And I'm probably sure there's probably more, but those, those are the ones that stuck out to me. Yeah, because I was looking at Chernobyl, too, and it said, you know, several employees in the Chernobyl nuclear power plant's control room in the days before the disaster claimed to have seen a being known as the Blackbird of Black Chernobyl. Bird. Jacob. Yeah. Well, and this and this kind of leads, this kind of holds weight to the whole Silver Bridge incident in Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant. So why are you Mothman here? Man appears and the Silver Bridge collapses, killing forty six people. This seems to coincide with some sort of disastrous event, like it's a precursor. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I not like a banshee, but kind of like a banshee. It. Yeah, it's a harbinger. It's like, oh, someone's gonna die. Some something bad's gonna happen. Green. Yeah, all, all I'm saying is, if I see this giant bird thing flying, I'm 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 leaving. I'm getting out of the building. I'm, off I'm getting out of the state, Dave. 
I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't know where it's going to happen. I'm just leaving. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it said, yeah, in 1978, a group of miners in Friedberg, Germany, came face to face with an object blocking the entrance to the mine that appeared to be headless and had glowing red eyes on its chest. Like a owl with a sunken head. Confused. Me too. I, oh, here, here, Dave. I'll, I'll show you the picture of what they saw. You, you put it up here already. I did. Like eyes in the center of his chest with no head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just show the picture of what they saw. <laughs> so, but it was, it seemed to be blocking the entrance to the mine before the mine collapsed. Yeah. I'm so, telling you. Open. Is it is the Mothman causing these events, or is it does it know it's going to happen and wants to kind of be there for it? We've got we've got all these reports from all these these, these cataclysmic events, and then Mothman sightings right before. Or is he a warning sign? Yeah, is he? And nobody's listening. Yeah. Is he is he like a banshee to where he's he's signaling that something bad's gonna happen? I'm going. This this is this is it's a weird one. And then you have I wasn't gonna bring this up, but for some reason there's an alien attachment yes. to the Mothman. Killed. By the name, by a guy named the well, he goes by the Green Man, but gave his name as Indrid Cole, who actually spoke to a guy, and people saw them on the side of the road talking to each other. Not, and gave a description of the vehicle Indrid Cole was driving, like multiple people driving down the highway. Uncomfortable. Saw the saw this dude having the conversation. With Indra Cole. House. I, oh man, I, I don't know. I, diseased. How, okay. 43. <clears throat> How does Indra Cole line up with the Mothman? How does this alien line up with the Mothman? And I, <clears throat> I'm going to go back to Greg and Dana Newkirk here and talk I about thought- Hellier a little bit. Yeah. Because their first two seasons is kind of based off of this. Even watching that, I still couldn't put the two together. I'm trying to listen, but I'm trying to talk too, okay? Call me an asshole again. I'm I'm, coming. Okay. So I'm trying to... I mean, how do do you see... Royal. Where do you see the connection at between these two? Strange. I don't know. 
Well, I mean, they're they're some some are Other saying that Mothman is is an alien. What is this radio? And was Intercole he... here to warn us? Yeah. And there, yeah, and there's connections to Intercole with with the Hellier project with yeah, Greg and Dana Newkirk. So, and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. And they were also looking at some sort of cryptid or something in a mine. Yeah. When they first went to Hellier. Disrespectful. Yeah. Well, for some reason, everything Closer. kept turning back, coming back to Indra Cole and the Mothman. Yeah. That was kind of what was... I mean, it was kind of weird, the synchronicities that they were they were getting during that show. Eerily mm -hmm. similar to what we were getting with Amityville. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to say it. <laughs> when I first started watching Hellier, I'm like, holy crap. All the stuff that they were talking about, and like, we were getting that too. So, yeah. Interesting. I knew you would enjoy that show. I'm glad you were able to watch it finally. Yeah, I did like it. It was good. So, I mean, the Mothman. Fear. Seems it has that banshee feel to it, right? It has that. Yeah. It has that, that harbinger of death or great predictor of doom feel. And it's something that I didn't associate with the Mothman. I, I really hell. thought whole thing with the silver bridge was bullshit i didn't think it i didn't think there was a connection between the mothman and That's the bridge like, collapsing until there are reports of all these other disastrous things connected to the 21. mothman humiliate and there I'm, I'm sorry there's way more for it to be a coincidence right i mean so many different locations yeah Depicting of, of a Mothman creature or, or Mandragon or whatever you want to call it. Now, <clears throat> do you think? Well, when you think about this and you, and, and you look at the uh, it showing up at all these devastated devastations that occurred, do you consider them a, a warning sign? Or do you think he Second. is the cause and that Indra Cole is the yin to the yang warning people, hey, that thing is going to fuck shit up. You might want to get out of here. What year is it? It's 2023. Um, sure. Where are sure. you? I'm close. I, gosh, I think, Bedroom. I mean, could could the Mothman be causing the incidents? Maybe. But I think he's more okay. witnessing the event. Witnessing? Recording? Yeah. yeah. Observing? <clears throat> Who is he? Like, maybe not an alien, but maybe, he, maybe he's going back in time. Glory. Traveler for a historical Walter. record? Yeah. What if the Mothman Strong. is a scribe for the Akashic Record? I'm coming. 
Oh, if you're the Mothman, I hope you're not coming. <laughs> I'll be like, I I don't know this. Some some interesting things because it's kind of uh, a. Uh, there's one thing that I wanted to did. show. Can I get this? There's actually good pictures of of people that took photos of something like this flying. Yeah. And the creature, the creature of the bridge and stuff. There's some really, there's some good shots. I'm coming. And only only because I saw this in a TV series. So this is the statue. Oh yeah. they have in Point Pleasant. Yep. What if it's a suit? Oh, I see. I didn't even think about that. What if it is a suit? What if it's a suit? What? Oh. What is your name? Choked, killed. Great. What is your name? Choked, killed. Uh, what if? Wow, what if it's a suit? I, man, I didn't even think about that. Stalker. Maybe the Mothman is a stalker. That that's an interesting theory. That I like. I like that. Burnt. That looks nothing like a sandhill crane. I just want to. (laughs) (laughs) To get that confused with the sandhill crane is. No, this is that's like someone going, okay, I'm going to make shit up because it could be, you know, these these are people that want to um, want to have a basis in fact so that they're not. And this this is from the TV show that I'm talking about. I don't want to name the TV show, but this is a person in a suit that is traveling back in time at certain events. I know what TV show you're putting up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't look similar to the Mothman. You know, when I watched this part of the television show, I thought the exact same thing. Uh, that was a so good funny. twist on the show, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Great twist on the show. I I really like the show, and it, wow. it it was uh, and at first I wasn't liking that series because of because of how they started, but uh, man, I, it's gotten really interesting. But anyway, my my point being, yeah, what if the Mothman is is costume? Is a is a suit, and this person is traveling Love. back in time, yeah, and the wings are navigating is, is to yeah. navigate through these time streams. Yeah, yeah. I'm lost, Beverly. I I thought I I had the same thought when I there actually is. when I saw that 
Angel. In the show. Yeah. I my first initial thought was they stole that from the Mothman. Yeah. Right. Like I'm sitting there watching the season during like I I was watching it the day I, day after it aired because you know I stream. So I'm watching it day after it aired, and I'm like, they stole that from the Mothman. Only because I've seen that statue of the Mothman in Point Pleasant. Blast That's yeah. when I first saw that. I was like, oh. And I went and looked up pictures. Like, that's a cool freaking statue. Yeah. That's, you know, what if the Mothman is a futuristic yeah. explorer? What if the Mothman is not a creature at all? What if the Mothman is actually not a cryptid? No. What if Indrid Cole is not necessarily an alien? Comfortable. But another futuristic explorer. We way went totally different direction on our show here, Dave. <laughs> Where are we? This, this is where yeah, why we say about that for last, I think, because I think, because I mean there there are t- there are connections here that we didn't expect, and it's uh, well, yeah, could it be an alien? Sure, but could it be a, a human being from the future? Sure. What if what if Basagio knows the Mothman? <laughs> Bastiago. Bastiago knows the Mothman. What if Bastiago is the Mothman? Bastiago is the Mothman. That's or what if the what if injured Cole is the is the Mothman? Follow me. I thought that too. I thought that too. I had that same thought. That it's a possibility that Intercole actually could be the Mothman. <laughs> Grandbaby. <laughs> oh, no, that's Leona. Oh, that's Leona. <laughs> <laughs> you you were Piper because you're a giggle. <laughs> oh, and you're going down so low. <laughs> she's sticking her hand out and I'm smacking her hand. <laughs> What if no, Interpol is disrespectful. The disrespectful? And stop. It said stop too, Dave. Stop too. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That's a mad Filipino woman, Dave. <laughs> right. Like I said, it's not a cryptid, but there's definitely one to mess with. There's like two things I'm more scared of than the Wendigo. Leona and Nara. <laughs> 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 but man, I sure no one's hey. okay. Now, now I have to ask you though: what Is you the moth it man? It's the amber box. <laughs> she don't even like beer. <laughs> no, man, it doesn't like beer. Covered. Now, now here I have to ask you this now, Knock. based off kind of where we're heading here. 
do you believe the Mothman to be a cryptid? I don't know. I didn't think I didn't think it was going to go this direction. I don't know now either. I mean, we're we're going to score it like it's a cryptid, but we're going to score like it's sure because I mean this this whole thing about it showing up ahead of disasters. I don't I don't know. I'm I don't know. I'm kind of concerned. I don't I, I don't think we have you know we don't have much of a basis in fact that it's anything no. from the future. No, no. But I don't think I don't think it's coming to warn anybody. What is this? I think it's just coming, coming to watch. watch. Not. Yeah. Could it could it be a cryptid that knows when a disaster is going to happen mm. and shows up for it? Sure. Much like the Banshee. Well, if you look at, if you look at, let's, I'm just going to look at West Virginia and I'm going to just kind of go off based off what we're talking about right now about it being a futuristic explorer and that it likes to watch. Watching. Well, sometimes when you go back in the past, you don't get the date right. Sometimes you have to sit to. there for a fucking year mm -hmm. and wait for the shit to happen. Yeah. It's Correct. like when you go, you, you go surfing, you don't hire. And sometimes, sometimes you nail it right on the dot Sister. and show up hours before it happened, like Fukushima. Yeah. Sometimes you have to wait a couple years. Sometimes you have to Super. wait a year or so. Because yeah. you're like, well, I don't have enough power to just keep jumping back and forth. What the fuck, Dave? Okay, so I have some I have some other accounts of the okay. Mothman. All right, Keith. Um, so first one is, is from Galliopolis, Ohio. I'm um, trying. 1966 to 1968. This is around the time of Point Pleasant. Um, and because of its proximity to Point Pleasant, there's no surprise that residents of Galliopolis would report encountering Mothman frequently as well. As with residents of Point Pleasant, Galliopolis residents reported hundreds of sightings of the Mothman, as well as in the years surrounding the Silver Bridge collapse. In Alliance, Ohio, 1982, right. an anonymous eyewitness reportedly encountered the Mothman near Alliance, Ohio in 1982. The encounter occurred when the witness and his friends were leaving a party one night just outside of town. After they got into the car and pulled away, the witness noticed some kind of red lights in the rearview mirror. At first, the witness and his friends assumed it was a car, but it came up too fast. When they realized that the red lights were not car lights, but rather eyes of a creature, the creature allegedly stopped about 10 feet away from the car. Right. And the witness and his friends could see the outline of a creature. It was some kind of weird, vaguely humanoid Dark. shape but definitely wasn't human Again. in witness's words. He saw a blood, a body outline of a weird person, not sure what, but not human. The group initially justified their experience as a result of drinking too much. But one of the friends who witnessed the creature hadn't been drinking. Ooh, the sober friend in the group saw the same thing as the inebriated friends that night. Tunnel. Um, in Canton and Ravenna, Ohio, 1980s, an artist from Canton, Ohio, named Joe, reportedly encountered the Mothman at least twice in the 1980s. I'm 
Oh, okay. Um, the first time he encountered the creature was when he was about 12 years old. Apparently, the creature uh, appeared in his doorway in the middle of the night while he was in bed. It appeared to be transparent and had burning red eyes and seemed to have to be made up of tendrils of a black smoke-like substance. It hovered over the 12-year-old for a minute, then laughed in a deep, up echoing male voice before disappearing. Joe remembers being paralyzed, unable to move in his bed for a while after the creature disappeared. Hmm. Joe claims to have encountered this creature a second time when he was 16 years old. He lived in Ravenna, Ohio. At the time of the second encounter, this encounter was very similar to the first. It also involved sleep paralysis uh, for what seemed like at least an hour. During the episode, he eventually got his strength back and was able to crawl into his mother's room. During Joe's sophomore year at Akron University, he made a series of paintings based on these description, which he called the Willies. A fellow mm, student allegedly told him that she had encountered the exact same thing as a child. Joe initially thought that he encountered Boogeyman as a child, okay. but decided it was How more like the Mothman. Okay, okay, coming out. After noticing similarities between the creature he encountered and the creature described in the book. Wow. Wow. Okay, my question is though, with with those depictions that Maybe. you just read, the, the encounters, bed. Were there any devastations in those areas at that time as well? Criminal. I don't know. So you said 1982 Alliance, Ohio. Yeah, I've got another one in two. Are you okay? In Columbus, Ohio. Pilot. 46. Sinner. <clears throat> Let me see. Okay, we got Friendly's Furniture Keith. Fire. Sister. So. Yes. Okay. This this is a stretch. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read this, and then I'm gonna describe. An incident. Okay, so in Columbus, Ohio, 2003, an anonymous resident of Columbus, Ohio, reported he encountered Mothman while hiking with two friends along the forest trails one evening in 2003 as the sun began to set. As they were walking, three friends allegedly heard a noise behind them. When they turned around to see what it was, they saw a terrifying creature. The hacker described it as a gray, gray and had eyes like a lady. Oh, wow. Creature then flew up about six feet off the ground and swooped down at the hikers, almost knocking them over. The hikers ran away down the trail, attempting to get away from the creature, but it followed after them, making horrible screeching sounds. When almost, which almost caused one of the hikers to pass out, the three hikers eventually jumped into the creek and attempt to lose the creature, and it eventually disappeared back into the woods. Okay, so wow. February 1st, 2003, was the Columbia shuttle crash. Oh, shit. Yeah? Yeah? I'm trying. Worship. There is. A little bit of a stretch. That's a little bit of a stretch, but I'm just looking at Columbus, 
or Alliance Ohio disasters. from 1982 oh that's a wow that was in 1979 open the the thing that is reported in not alliance but the one in canton and ravina the one guy um that almost it doesn't seem like a solid being. It seems more like a, like no. a spec or <clears throat> something demonic. I think that's like something different than, I think that, I don't think there's that's similarity man. there, but it seems a lot different than the Mothman. Yeah. Um, Here. Crazy. Stay. That's interesting. Running. That's interesting. And the only thing I found in 1982 in Alliance, Ohio was the fire. Yeah. <clears throat> Father. Friendly kill, fire. Yeah, it did kill some people, like yeah. a family, but. Yeah, no happened on March 12, 1982. Yeah. Um, but it does seem to coincide with that site. So yeah. that's interesting. Cuz the the Silver Bridge collapse only killed 46 people. So Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't a, it's a disaster, not necessarily like how many people were killed. Major, but something bad happened that killed multiple people. Yeah. Wow. This is an interesting one, Dave. Yeah. I think we need to score it. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm down to score it. We're coming up on three hours. So, so the size of the Mothman, he seems to be a little bit bigger than the standard human, right? Human, just Dana. a little bit bigger. So, yeah, I think we're, I think we're back at a six. Back at a six here. Yeah. Curse. Um, for speed, it can fly. Handle. So I think it's the car going 100 miles an hour, Dave. Yeah. Lower. Caught it and passed it. So, so I'm I'm pretty good with the speed score. I'm not gonna give it a ten like we gave the window. No, I think I'm more like an eight. No, eight can't give it an eight. We gave an eight to the banshee. We gave an eight to the banshee, but the banshee is like a spirit. Well, yeah, that's a spirit. Yeah, okay. I, so, I think it's no seven. Eight. You think an eight? <clears throat> hold on, hold on. I gotta look at something. Here. No, it's gotta be better than seven. <laughs> I had to look. I had to look. Look. Okay. Okay. So yeah, let's give it an eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. Evidence. You know There's quite a bit of evidence here. Yeah. This is good. This is this good is evidence. This might be the best evidence so far. Higher. Yeah. It's, I think this is gonna be a higher. Score. I, because it might be what happened to me. It's are you making made? noise? Huh? Making noise. There's photographic evidence. There's video. Video. Multiple witness accounts. Like Andrea. multiple times, it's listed over a hundred witnesses. Yeah. Okay. Friend. Prisoner. I might have to put this at it. Oh. 
eight? No, I might thanks. have to this at an eight. I think I, I'm an eight, maybe a nine. So that means I'm at an eight. I, I think I'm an eight. Yeah. Aggression. I this seems aggressive. It seems to be chasing. Damn it. It's chasing people. Multiple different undecided on uh, multiple Zach. different occasions. Portal. Yeah. Create. I, yeah. I it has It's not Wendigo dangerous. No. But it's it's definitely the aggression level Anna, definitely harm, increases cow. when it I'm realizes trying. you notice you. it. Yeah. Okay. Holy cow. Shh. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I want you to be quiet. Shh. Be quiet. It's okay. Hell. Really? I, it's not when to go. No, it's not a ten. It's definitely higher than the banshee. It's definitely higher than banshee, which was a little one. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Cigar. I think I'm sitting. Yeah. I was thinking what? seven. Yeah, because it gets more aggressive when it realizes it. Notice it. You notice it. Tiffany. Yeah, but on the on the other, it hasn't really. Watching. It doesn't really attack. It just come. It just it chases you and. Yes. There's no actual physical content. Okay, so we're 6.5. 6.5. Okay, Hi. now the lore. So the lore is is not, it doesn't go back too far. It goes back to the 60s. 1926. Yeah, but there, yeah, there are other things before yeah. that they called something else that could absolutely be Mothman. Yeah. So still, so still, we're still 20th century. Yeah. I, 43. So, so the lore is better here than the one we did on Scare Network TV. Yes. Yeah. Not as good as the Wendigo or, or, the, Ban or the Banshee. So, let me score here. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so lower than eight. So I I think no. it's deserving a good six. Yeah. Okay. I, I was going to go five, so that puts it at 5.5, 5, which okay. will round our number off. I'm leaving. I like it when that happens. Um, Manifestations, okay. Dave. Lots. That's, lots. That's, there's lots of pictures. There's lots of this Lots of account of this. This is a good score here. Better than the Wendigo. Yes. Yes. What do we give the Wendigo? Seven. Yeah, because I'm thinking eight. I'm thinking eight too. I'm picking I up what you're putting down there. Audio. Audio. Definitely heard. Definitely heard. Definitely stuff. I, I'm a little bit lower than the manifestations, but not much. I'm gonna go seven for the audio. Home. I like seven. I like seven. Necklace. No, no, I don't like seven, Dave. I don't like seven. I think the audio for the Banshee is actually better than the audio for the Mothman. Yeah, I agree with that. And the audio so, for the Banshee was seven. So I would go six here. Okay. I'm down for that. <sighs> I, I like it when you pick up what I put down. I'm 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 picking that up. Feels. Uh, feels is feels. It's it's good. Watching one. There's it's you know, not technically touching people. No. But the fear that it creates, the emotional, the what the emotional aftermath of the of the disaster. Yeah, I think we have to account into this. I think we do too, considering 
there are way more accounts of this thing before a disaster than would make it a coincidence. There's got to be some sort of connection. Yeah. Um, and then the devastation and the sadness that, you know, that is felt from that. I think that's got to be accounted. I, I, still, I still not at a 10. I'm not a 10. I was thinking an eight. Is where I say I think it's a little bit higher than the banshee, Ceremony. but not as high as the and, Wendigo. And we had the banshee at a seven, right? Uh, we had the banshee at a six, and the Wendigo at a ten. Seven. And I was cutting it right in half, right at an eight. Yeah, I was gonna go seven. Stop recording. For the feels here, no, we're not gonna stop recording. Mine said David, and then yours said stop recording. <laughs> I'm not stop recording. recording again. I'm not recording. <laughs> killed okay so i'm gonna go seven you're gonna go eight so that puts us at 7.5 7.5 okay objects sister i think object is actually higher than you probably think because i'm thinking of the disaster exactly kevin i think it's affecting the disaster if i think of this as a cryptid and not well, even if I think about this as a futuristic fucking explorer, I think it's Cap. possible that they're actually causing the actual disaster. In which case, object would be a 10. It's yeah. literally destroying bridges and nuclear power plants. And if, if we believe that it's causing this, then it's absolutely a 10. I don't believe it's causing this. You believe it's but a watch. I can't deny that the potential is there. So I can't go 10, but I will go eight. I can understand it. I can understand why you would say that. And I can't disagree with that whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, kind of like how I figure. There's no I, real evidence that it's actually causing it. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of it in terms of the danger the danger score of the Banshee because it's not really causing the danger, but you know, danger yeah. is there. So yeah. I know that an object is going to be affected, but I don't know if it's actually causing it. Yeah. I like an eight. That's, oh. that's good for the objects. So the danger level here though, going I, around think, I think we're in the, there's a, if it shows up, something's going to happen. I think, I think we're similar to, if not exactly like the Banshee here. Whether it's causing it, it or not, equal to, I think it might be higher. I think it's higher because the banshee's a warning. I think I'm an A again because it's the the we know that the banshee is going to warn us Don't that something's going to happen. Yes. So we know the banshee is not causing the death. Yes. Or causing the danger. We no. don't know if the Mothman is causing the the disaster. Yeah. That's an unknown factor. So I got to go eight for danger as well. Do you give it that extra oomph if it was an actual time traveler? And the, with the danger of actual time travel itself? No. Okay. Because if it's a time traveler, it's coming to witness the event, not cause it. So... So I think that takes the danger of them actually causing the event, unless they're purposely coming to cause the event. Yeah. For some other reason. Yeah. Shit. And that kind of brings it back to being a possibility. So, 
So <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I probably put it at a nine. As it was a you, that was kind of my my. That's exactly yeah. what my point was. Yeah, because I because I I think there's still the potential there that the if it's a time traveler, it may not be just witnessing it; it may actually be causing it. Yeah. The, so that's exactly. a, you give that little extra oomph to bump yeah, it up. So, so yeah, I'd bump it up to a nine if it was a time traveler and not a cryptid. All right, so nine then. Uh, I guess we we'll have to go nine. Yeah, <laughs> nine or eight point five. Let's go eight point five. That way, because it kind of cuts in between depending on what it is. Yep. Okay, I like that. Karma. Uh, Fourteen. Twenty-two. 27, 33, 34. Oh. <laughs> 72? Yep. Wow. Good old Wendigo wins out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Wendigo wins out tonight. That's that was, you know, honestly, that's. Oh, I gotta pull this up. That's a sixty-four for cryptids, part one. One. Including our first one? Yep. And I'm not disappointed in that score, honestly. No. Me neither. I, I honestly wasn't sure who was going to get the highest score. I knew it was going to be between the Wendigo and the Mothman. Yes. I wasn't sure. How, I'm going. Doing the research, I should say. I knew it would be between the Mothman and the Wendigo. Before I did the research, I thought it was going to be the one on Scare Network TV. Before I did the research, I thought it would be the one we did on Scare Network Television. Yeah. After I did the research, I'm like, man, I think maybe we should talk about the Wendigo. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> I'm reading this thing. I'm like, fuck this thing, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh if this thing comes after me, I just got to give up. I'm just going to quit. I, so, I, I am. I do not want to be a cannibal. I'm just. I'm just going to give up. Yeah. So again, want to want to throw out there. We do have a fourth location, exclusive or fourth location, a fourth cryptid that cryptid. we talked about today. Um, that is exclusively on Scare Network Television. Go check that out. Subscribe. You'll love all the content. You'll love. You'll love the episodes that really? we throw out there. Yeah, really. Uh, and again, man. Great show tonight with with cryptids. I, I'm I'm glad this is going to be uh, a biweekly thing that we talk about for for most most of the season. Uh, we'll have a couple of special episodes in there, of course. <laughs> uh, that was that that's good, Dave. I like it. Me too. And if you if you guys are hanging out, um, come and check us at the after show on Instagram. We're gonna go from here 
and go live on Instagram for a little bit to do our post game wrap up. Post game wrap up, yeah. Yeah, but before we get out of here, before we throw on the outro here, I do want to say uh, again, thanks for Scare Network for having part of the family. And of course, we want to thank Anchor. Anchor is what allows us to do the audio portion of this live broadcast and put it out to your favorite places like Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, and of course, iHeartRadio. Uh, it's a great place to start your own podcast. Uh, they help sponsor you. And as you grow, uh, you can continue to grow. They will help you uh, create even more sponsorships as your fan base grows. So it's not only a great place to start, it's a great place to grow and continue on. Uh, thanks, Anchor, for that. Of course, we want to thank StreamYard. StreamYard is why you're allowed to watch us, not just on the Facebook uh, Spirits to Spirits page, but the Spirits to Spirits with John and Dave on uh, YouTube and, of course, Spirits to Spirits on Twitch. So thank you, StreamYard, for allowing us to be part of that and uh, do the multicasting there. Dave, any final words for tonight before we go hit the the post game? Fucking Wendigo, man. Fucking Wendigo. <laughs> I might have nightmares tonight. <laughs> I might have nightmares for that. That's um, that's crazy. But yeah, um, but yeah, do us a really big favor, you guys. Check us out on Scare Network TV. Um, it's Change. it's Please subscribe. It's on Roku. It's on Amazon Fire. Um, it's, it's on the internet. You can go to scarenetwork.tv on the internet. You subscribe. Yeah. It's like five bucks a month. I said, and, save yourself twenty dollars a year and just do the yearly and spend forty bucks. Yeah, that's what I do. And and there's a lot of good content, but they have they have basically started a podcast category just for that's us. Great. Yeah, I love it. I love this and, guy. It's amazing. So it's going to be awesome. Um, and we actually hope to. And again, what year is it? Another connection to um, to the Amityville house is the guy running Scare Network TV directed the documentary that we interviewed Sean Austin about, the Amityville Resurgent. And he's got some stuff. He's got yeah. some information about stuff that isn't on, they didn't capture on camera. So. I'm looking forward to talk to him, hoping hopefully in the next couple of months. So definitely you guys look for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And of course that interview with him will be exclusively on Scare Network. Stop Television. recording. Goodbye. <laughs> well, we yeah. are. We're done. Yeah. We're so, done. So we'll stop recording. <laughs> I will I will throw up the outro and we'll get out of here. So we'll here. uh thanks you guys for watching. Be safe. We'll see you next week. Next week, um, same Bye. bad time that channel we are going to talk about maine we're going to pick our sites tune in to us on instagram friday and night don't forget no 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 <laughs> oh no because we're right. switching we, we switch it's we're not switching. same bad time same bad channel yeah. it's same channel different bad time <laughs> different, bad different, different bad different bad times but yeah we're moving to friday friday night yeah, so our next show uh be on the 19th, 18th, 20th. The 20th. 20th of January at 730. Yeah. At 7:30. So 6:30 Pacific, 9:30 Eastern. Yeah. Um so we're going to move there for a month. Yeah. And then in February we're going to move to Sunday. As things look right now probably yes. 
Okay. Uh, I'll know here shortly if that's what's going to happen. Uh, okay. So, right. So our pregame is actually going to be Monday the 16th. Is that right? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so Monday the 16th on Instagram. Yes. We're going to, and this will be, we're going to do our pregame for episode three. This is where we're going to decide on the four locations that we're going to be talking about. For we're going to be talking about and which one will be exclusively on scare network TV. Yeah, absolutely. And so hopefully you guys can tune in for that and check out our thought process, which is kind of dark, but you know, it's, it's <laughs> worth it. to know how we kind of come about these things. Definitely not organized. <laughs> It's by our cryptid one last week. I was like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. Um, but yeah, so then we got Maine on the 27th or 20th, and then we've got more cryptids on the 27th. On the 27th, absolutely. Oh, that's going to be another fun show. I can't All wait. Right. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here again. Thank you, everybody. Uh, and hope to see you Johnny. on Instagram. There it goes, Johnny, talking to you. Here's Johnny. Here's Johnny. And there goes Dave. Bye, you guys. Take Kill. care. We'll see you next week. Spin.